0: Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The Pinball Network is online. Launching
0: The Pinball Show. It's the holiday season on 85 the pinball show join myself the pinball santa and dennis the grinch that stole pinball creasel as we discuss ginormous news from the pinball network along with news of the 2021 crystals zombie bumble appearing on the free play pinball podcast a hefty godzilla update stern production updates on insider kits game timelines and the next cornerstone JJP truly giving back to their employees this holiday season. An alien LV sighting. Have yourself a hot dog from hell. Multimorphic adding a couple of pilgrims to their team. Dennis versus the Halloweeners. Pinball market trends. A top 100 heist. And issuing you, the listener, a pinball bounty. All of this and more for you, our lovely listener as we bring you the hap-hap-happiest podcast since Bing Crosby tap-danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down the chimney tonight, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of Pinside.
2: Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's Pinball with personality.
0: Well, Dennis, I don't know if the snow is coming down, but we're in episode 85, I believe, of the Pinball Show here exclusively on the Pinball Network. Dennis Creasel and myself, Zach Minnie are your hosts for this lovely program. My friend Dennis, how are you? I'm fine. Just fine, huh? It got
3: cold, and my little tire indicator came on, so I think I'm going to have to re-air up the tires to get them into proper pressure again.
0: Oh, really? Really got Yeah, to buy. I saw that
3: this morning when I was going out to get my pizza rolls.
0: <gasps> what kind of pizza rolls? Are a combination?
3: No, no, I got the like some knockoff pizza rolls. So, what? I don't know the real brands anymore, Zach. I've pa- I've passed that a long time ago.
0: You were on the flipping out stream of Joel Engelberth and Craig Bobby doing live he video. Yeah. Did you
3: know he now uh, is a, a mahogany conference room table <laughs> at Stern? <laughs> I loved that
0: when you said that. Yeah, that's his. That's like his thing now. What was that from? Like Get Smart. Who was the Probably. agent? Probably
3: that. Are <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that uh, Dana Carvey Master of Disguise.
0: <laughs> Am I not Did turtly you ever see enough that? for you?
3: Yeah. I like the part
0: where he's a turtle. I'm a terrible turtle rage. Oh. <laughs> turtle, turtle. That's where my turtle lines come from. That's your turtle line. It's the
3: only good thing to come out of that movie. I
0: was going to say, that movie was atrocious. We know you don't like Christmas music. What about Christmas movies? Um, Yeah, Die Hards are pretty good. What about like Christmas movies? Well, uh, Ralphie, shooting as I. They're, they're I usually kid? on Christmas Day,
3: I watch a, a Christmas story.
0: Okay, with the family? And
3: yeah, well, we, yeah, we'd usually have it on. Some channel will always run them, so we would put TNT. that on. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen some. I've seen a number of them, I guess. I just don't. They're, they're so usually, good. They're fine. What about the Grinch? Um, I mean, I saw the cartoon one when I was a kid. Okay. I never a... saw the one with Jim Carrey.
0: <gasps> Dennis Creasel. I saw Ace
3: Ventura, though, so I think I, I've got that, like, covered.
0: Yeah, but, the, I mean, y- can there ever be enough Jim Carrey? Well, I mean, you're going to watch Sonic 2, probably. <laughs>
3: sonic 2, yeah, he's got a b- pretty big mustache there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to watch that because it's got Idris Elba.
0: Oh, yeah. Tough-ass sexy. I'm canceling the sonic
3: Apocalypse. <laughs> That's a line from Pacific Rim, kind of. Oh. I'm just spelling them all out for you now because I know you haven't seen any of this stuff.
0: I've seen Pacific Rim, but it wasn't notable enough to remember oh, to. Oh,
3: someone's anti-kaiju. No wonder you hate Godzilla so much.
0: <sighs> yeah I'm more of a King Kong guy myself.
3: I'm, I'm already seeing people total separate from the Pinball Network, but I'm already seeing people saying stuff like, I'm going to cancel from straight down the middle of their Godzilla review is a B plus."
0: I did hear that. Mm-hmm. I did hear that people are going to see that. Goblet has this been week.
3: thrown. Well,
0: yeah, a listener out there, if you have not seen Jim Carrey's uh, "How the Grinch Stole Christmas," I think it passed the classic for me. There's just enough in there that is really good, and coming out of that film, "Dennis" is one of the greatest Christmas songs of all time. There's no singing.
3: No, I d I don't think so. I don't think I know it. Not well at least.
0: And speaking of we talked last week, listener, about how the Creasel stole Christmas. You gifted Nicole and I something so special and I've already raved over it last week, but thank you again, Dennis. And for those of you who didn't hear, go back to last episode eighty four, where Dennis Creasel was training up in a big way. I wonder what you're gonna get this year for Christmas. Besides a fan.
3: Yeah, I hope I get that fan.
0: Don't you have like an Amazon list? I need the Amazon list. Uh, Yeah, I I do have an Amazon list, actually. Mm. Does it have a toaster on there? No. I I thought about putting
3: on a new toaster, though.
0: I told my wife, I said, he's very practical, so I need to find something practical I just don't toast
3: things much is the only reason why I haven't replaced the current toaster.
0: Side note, I did reach out to Tony uh, because I asked him, I was like, do you know this or what's this? And he was helpful. Uh, but one What's of the he? things, yeah, one of the things I wanted to get, he was like, man, he's already got that. Damn it! And he didn't know your shoe size, so yeah. What best friend shoes. doesn't know a shoe size? Honestly, well, we don't like trade shoes. I know Greg Bone's shoe size. I think that's kind of weird,
3: but really, yeah. I, yeah. Think- I never knew people who would the closest it would ever be is like someone had huge feet. You'd be like, whoa, what size shoes do you wear? That'd be like it. Mm. No one else cared. Like. People with like little feet like me, no one cares.
0: A oh, little feet. I'm gonna go. I think we've discussed it here, but I've forgotten. I think you're a. I think you're a ten. Yes. Am I right? See. Yeah. I know your shoe size. You're the same as a uh, Greg Bone is a. He's a ten and a half. Uh, sometimes eleven, depending on the fit size. But
3: sometimes his feet just swell. Do do bees like sting him constantly? Well, it depends.
0: You know, Nike runs yeah. a certain side, but uh, mm. yeah, Greg Bone little hands too. Small, tiny mm. little hands yeah almost like a genetic thing really weird like a
3: like a tr- maybe he's a trump
0: <laughs> and trumpy hands merry christmas to all of you there's no other holidays it's By only christian merry <laughs> christmas <need> the <laughs> look at my jurassic park jeep i also want to take the time to thank all of you out there who gifted nicole and i this year. Very, oh, you very you got kind. gifts
3: from the community.
0: I did a lot of it for distribution wow. stuff, but uh, a lot of our customers were very, very gracious this year. I've got sweets baskets. Uh, even from Doc Finlay. Uh, we know Doc Finlay from the Poor Man's Pinball podcast. Uh, he gifted me a Dolly Parton Christmas CD. Oh. Yeah. Well, she can sing, so her songs are probably good. Oh, girl can sing. Mm, she still holds up. And I received one of the coolest gifts ever. For those of you I didn't list, it. I'm sorry, I can't think of everybody, but thank you for the gifts. Uh, but one of the coolest gifts ever, I remember weeks back, Dennis, where I was like, if anybody wants to know what to get me for Christmas, I was joking, uh, not joking, I guess. I said this the slot machine Willy Wonka topper. Uh, vaguely. I, think I remember was, you talking about it. Yeah, it was like trending or something. It was like 350, 400 bucks. But somebody sent that to me. Gosh. How awesome is that? That's pretty cool. It made my whole week. I was so happy. So for you out there, thank you so much. People are generous, Dennis.
3: Guess I'll quit learning how to install an in ground pool.
0: <laughs> I can't top you, but what am I gonna get you this year? Listener, what do you think I should get Dennis Creasel for Christmas? I've got some ideas. Anything in particular? Well, they you can want? write into the pinball network at gmail.com and share their ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do that. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get the correspondence anything for Christmas this year we already got them the greatest gift of all a platform oh snap yo they've been doing a wonderful job this year let's kick it over to a couple of them to discuss their end of the year as well as your news for the week
1: it's time for tpn industry news
2: Hello and welcome to the Pinball Show Stern News Update, I'm Craig Bobby. Well the one thing on the minds of Rush fans around the world these days is where the heck is that new Rush machine, which is hotly rumored to be Stern Pinball's next new title. Like we've been reporting here for weeks, the title, which was supposed to be slated for release by, well right around now, appears to be delayed as parts shortages and supply chain issues continue to plague all Pinball manufacturers much to the frustration of distributors, operators, and consumers the world over. So it seems that as soon as Rush, or whatever the next Stern title happens to be, appears on the assembly line, then and only then will Stern make their new release announcement. And speaking of announcements, Dwight Sullivan seems to be burning the holiday season midnight oil these days, as Stern's coder extraordinaire posts new code for the popular Mandalorian title for the second straight week in row. Of course, Dennis Criso must be very excited this week as well as Stern Pinball dumped just a mountain of new code on its owners and operators this past week as so many of Stern's Spike 2 games continue to get new code updates because of the release of their new insider connected kits that continue to make their way out into the wilderness. The list of new code is so long, my holiday gift to Dennis is not going over all the version codes, you're welcome Dennis, instead I'll just say that new New code dropped this week for The Mandalorian, Guardians of the Galaxy, Led Zeppelin, The Beatles. Aerosmith, Black Knight Sword of Rage, and the biggie of the week, Godzilla, with lots of new goodies in that code as Stern continues to add and develop their latest absolute monster of a game. Well, that's about it for this week, and maybe even until the new year. Happy holidays and happiest of new years, everyone, to all our fans and listeners of The Pinball Show. We certainly appreciate all the wonderful feedback and encouragement we've received this past year from everyone, and look forward to entertaining you again in 2022. Thanks, everyone, for The Pinball Show. I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side.
4: Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. As the holidays near, I wanted to share with you a heartwarming update from the Jersey Jack Pinball Facility in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. The company has had such a successful year, thanks to all of you, that the owners have given year-end bonuses to each and every employee of Jersey Jack Pinball. This is sure to help push the teams to continue to make the great games that have been coming out of that factory for the past year. Now let's hope that we can hear about what's next in the first quarter of 2022. And in the giving spirit, I also wanted to pass on a tip that might help those who are struggling to understand the rules of any of Jersey Jack's games. If you want to hear a layman's description of how the rule sets in your games work, head on over to TiltForums.com. They have a wiki with rule sheets for every Jersey Jack game written by experts who have a deep understanding of the rule set. And this isn't just for Jersey Jack games. Almost all modern games are represented. It's really a great resource and many thanks to all who have written these up to help us enjoy our games more and finally happy holidays everybody i hope you all get to enjoy some pinball with friends which to me is the greatest gift of all for the pinball show this has been ken rudberg
5: hello everyone and welcome to the shit update with dr john on the pinball show I just want to pass on my thanks to Zach and everyone involved in the Pinball Network for promoting pinball media in such a great way. And for my update, just a little chill out factor for the holiday period, there's been some posts questioning uh, haggis's intentions and worried about social media posts and the progress of fathom i can tell you kelts is pretty much winding up fathom will be going ahead as soon as all the parts have arrived i'm so sure that i'm in on number one on the fathom mermaid edition Damien, martin greg everyone involved at haggis are very open and receptive to inquiries and feedback and i think the final product will be an excellent result same with spooky there's been some big changes with um, some staff moving on such as bowen and david and new staff coming in to improve coding quality control and production i've managed to own every spooky game that's come out apart from the latest two and i always have the attitude they are a great home game in a niche market which is what they were designed to do and if people just stop trying to compare them to stern and jjp and appreciate them for what they are i think everyone will have a much better time with the games code is progressing with constant updates for both halloween and ultraman to include more movie clips and more callouts, which is what everyone seems to want in the games the result will not be for everybody, but if you like the themes, you'll love the games. Anyway, that's my chill-out message for this Christmas. So have a great holiday, as I said, and enjoy some pinball. Catch you all next year. Signing out from Dr. John.
3: Well, it was great to hear from a couple of the correspondents there,
0: Zach. Yeah, Craig Bobby and a uh, Dr. John came in with a haggis update, kind of telling people to chill out. A little They've bit been taking.
3: There. Haggis has been taking a little bit of heat
0: on mm-hmm. on the pin side out there. They have been taking, and some maybe heat. in other places too. That's right. Where's our fathoms? That's what people are saying. He's saying mm-hmm. they're coming. Chill out.
3: It's all right. It's like the dragons. They're coming. That's what we heard about for the whole first season of Game of Thrones
0: oh, until I the last it was, episode. It was the it was Song a Pacific of Rim thing again.
3: No, I went to Game of Thrones. Now everyone's seen Game of Thrones. I've seen. seen I love who didn't Game want of to. Thrones. Well, don't you remember in season one, everyone was all like, Where are the dragons? And then there there was the last episode and they were just babies. No one cared. They had the no eggs. One step on them. I
0: I I don't know. When she walked out of the fire, my Khaleesi, and mm-hmm. uh wasn't the eggs I was looking at, you know? all <laughs> right uh so yeah, well, Haggis taking taking some punches. But mm-hmm. uh Well, I mean
3: they are like half a year behind.
0: Sure. So is the rest of the world. <laughs> I know, but uh, this
3: was a you know, I think I'm not saying that the criticism is necessarily fair. Mm-hmm. All I'm all I'm saying is it's Haggis kind of built a name for itself on being really transparent with updates, and my understanding is the updates quit coming. And when you change behavior like that, people are gonna get ups you know. Where, people are gun shy, Zach. I think you, sure, you understand. Sure, we've sure. we've lived through the Dutch pinballs and the and the Kevin Coolicks and the highways and mm-hmm. the deep roots of the world. You know, some that do, some that don't, and then some that kind of limp along. Mm-hmm. And Haggis is in that boat where. So I think the, compar- the most apt comparison, honestly, that some people are throwing out that hopefully is, of course, untrue would be Highway, where it's like they turned out a pretty low production game. In the case of Highway Full Throttle, in mm-hmm. the case of Haggis, it was Celts. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's acted like they're an established manufacturer now, but they're really not all that established. So people are like, you know, that's not it's not like Spooky, where, you know, you're getting the game because Spooky's done sure. like over a, a half dozen at this point.
0: And people should be able to ask these questions. I think asking the questions, asking for updates, I think that's all That's all fair play. How you ask is another well, thing. Well, yes. But
3: H- how, and, and that's the thing with, you know, I'm not allowed to criticize Pinside anymore because I get called out on it when I do so, but that's not a strong suit of that forum. Let's just put it that way. The other thing is just also you have to ask yourself just how many updates do you, do you really need a weekly update? Is there really enough new news to warrant a weekly update from a manufacturer like this? Like, like this? No. Well, I mean, it came up with Deep Root as well. Before we knew that Deep Root was completely, totally imploding under the whole issue with the SEC, Mm -hmm. they were trying to do basically monthly updates. And some people wanted more frequent. But it was obvious from the monthly updates we were getting that there wasn't going to be any additional information with a weekly update. Yeah,
0: that is true. And look, listener, I've got a lot of money with Haggis. A lot of money to me. So if anybody's concerned about their money, it's me. I'm still not in the situation where I'm worried but then again, maybe I'm just falling. You know, yeah, you're, you're, of... you're
3: pretty susceptible to the hype.
1: Oh,
0: hashtag I'm part of the problem. Is that it? Well, it's only a problem if they fail. <gasps> Here's my thing. If they don't fail and we get games that we love from Haggis Pinball, all the people that were shitting on throwing all kinds of hatred toward publicly, do you think they then in retrospect come back and say, you know what? I was wrong. Do you think they do that? Do they apologize after that? That's the issue I have with people in general, oftentimes. Who apologizes to companies? Uh, the public. Apologizing to the public. No, they don't. No, I'm saying to Wh- like, I hate when people come flaming about something because of what ifs in the world. And then when it turns out that what if wasn't correct, you don't hear from them. It's like, well, wait a minute. Well, yeah. You've okay. done publicly try to humiliate me. You found out that there was no truth to that. Where? Where's the simple apology? Well,
3: the answer is it depends on the person. There will probably be a couple of apologies. Most people will pretend like they never said anything. And a few will pivot their complaint and say, well, okay, it worked out, but the company still didn't do
0: it the right way. Yeah. So, And listener, that was more personal thing. It wasn't even a haggis thing. <laughs> Sorry.
3: I think they could tell that.
0: It's Christmas, everybody. I think we have a gift for these fine listeners, some, uh, some pretty big gifts, honestly. We're so big, we're going to lead our show with it, Dennis, and it has to do with the Pinball Network.
3: That's what they're listening to right now.
0: This is news. This is big, big news coming out of the big, huge, it's huge, it's an entity <laughs> of, uh, of the Pinball Network, TPN. We've been teasing this for a while.
3: We have. Uh, we've been te- perhaps we've been teasing it for too long, well, one might say. Yeah, it takes but, but- time.
0: We're waiting on parts,
3: Dennis. I'm not going to ask for people to apologize to us for being upset that we teased it for so long that we had. Okay. Right. But but for some pretty big streaming news. Oh. You know, the, the hardest part of the hobby.
0: <laughs> Poor Robert Byers right now is like, hey, he'll never get over it. He's I've never, n- I've never
3: publicly named who said it. Oh, shit. Sorry. I've never
0: named it. Schmobert That's my mercy. Am I not massable? The pinball network is coming in hot to the end of the year and to Mm -hmm. the start of 2022 in a very big way. We are announcing today, and you're going to see a promo as well. We have done a terrific job in building a network of media and content creation for all of you to hear, watch, smell, taste, touch. Don't touch people. We've done a wonderful job with podcasts. How many podcasts, right? it's hard to even think about awards without thinking about some of the providers at TP and agree or disagree, Dennis.
3: Yeah, uh it's uh I'd say our lineup of podcasts, we actually have fewer podcasts in twenty twenty one than we did in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But that said, the strength of the shows seems to be a lot better. And and the numbers have still mm-hmm. even though we put out less shows than we did back then, our overall listener count has grown yeah. since since 2020. So, so I think based off of that, that actual real world data feedback, they're pretty popular. Plus we know the we know the breakdowns by our, by our sure. particular shows and some of them are, are exceed extremely strong.
0: Yeah. The, the numbers of many of our shows, I think listener wise would be the highest in the industry. I would say without knowing the other numbers, I, I would, I would put myself out there to say uh, the most listened to entity. So we're proud of that. We've had, streamers streaming galore streaming affiliates over the last what two years a year and a half Mm -hmm. we have what 20 plus streaming affiliates Uh, we've
3: onboarded so many i can't i can't keep them straight which is good Why george fisher with don't panic flick does for us that's right it's too overwhelming for me
0: anytime you see that and we thought to ourselves how do we continue to provide not only programming but high quality programming and consistency And right now, our YouTube is an area of growth in 2022, listener, and we want to do that. But we're going to do that indirectly through another way. Mm -hmm. Starting the week of January 1st, the Pinball Network will also, in addition to all of our affiliates, have a dedicated TPN streaming channel.
3: Yes. This is something that we actually have been discussing since TPN formed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess to, you know, before we kind of go into what that's going to look like, just for those that like to know how the sausage is made a little bit, I'll just say when we formed the the pinball network, the one of the initial issues we had on the streaming side was how do you offer up streaming, especially if you're doing it all on one channel, like TPN's hosted Mm -hmm. channel on Twitch, for example, and then equitably share, you know, bits and subs and all of that that sort of revenue generation with the content creators that are participating in that venue, plus how does that relate vis-a-vis their own already existing channels? Because almost everyone who actually, everyone who's ever come to us has already, already been streaming. We've never had someone say, hey, I want to start streaming. I'm going to start with TPN. Good point. Yep. So it's always been a bit of a struggle. And the easiest answer was, let's not do it that way. Let's not use a unified streaming channel. Let's have everyone promote. Let's have everyone use logos. Let's have everyone talk about each other's streams. Mm-hmm. And that I think that's resonated really well with our creators. But we've always wanted to do something more that works better for the viewer side. Yes. And that's where I think this steps in. And finally, thanks to some very impressive sponsorships that you have worked really hard on, Zach. I, we had the incentive package together that we didn't have to worry about monetizing the Twitch channel at all. We have sponsors to take care of the value to the the creators, and then we can offer the unified streaming channel, which is a value to the viewers.
0: Yeah, you can't go on Twitch right now and watch pinball without seeing a TPN affiliate uh, streaming pinball, usually at any given time. I love it, sometimes multiple times. But in addition to that, we are now going to have a dedicated TPN streaming channel. Our goal is actually lofty, but I think we're going to do it. At minimum, there's going to be five nights a week that you're going to see a stream on the TPN streaming channel. And notice I'm not saying twitch.tv slash pinball network. That'll work. Because there's going to be multicasting. It's not just Twitch now, Dennis. Yep. We're going to be streaming, but we're going to be multicasting across Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch simultaneously. And then after that show is over, it's going to be uploaded on demand onto the Pinball Network YouTube page.
3: Right. And that's something we're able to do because we're not going like affiliate or partner with mm-hmm. with Twitch. So we avoid the monetization and the, the limitations that you have when you do that. And then that allows us to legitimately be able to be on the multicast platforms at once to maximize the ease for the viewer to be able to enjoy the shows.
0: Absolutely. So minimum five nights a week. We're looking at filling every single night of the week. We have terrific, terrific. Uh, the cream of the crop and pinball streaming has joined Uh, this dedicated streaming channel so when you see some of your favorite streamers streaming on the tpn channel they won't be on their own channel for one night a week they're going to take on that tpn channel super super exciting even more exciting is what dennis you were alluding to is the sponsors the companies that are getting behind and loving the idea that we uh, what we have been doing at the pinball network as well as what we are bringing into the industry uh, this year and next yeah and those sponsors we reached only for the top echelon of companies, ones that we love their products, ones that we feel comfortable as a group supporting, and they are as follows. TPN is very proud to announce that we have a partnership moving forward with our streaming channel with Stern Pinball. Stern Pinball will now be fully supporting the TPN dedicated streaming channel. And I couldn't be happier with the number one manufacturer for what, 20 plus years saying we love what you guys are doing and we want to be a part of this and we want to help support not only TPN, but the community at large with some of the fun stuff that we have coming. Stern Pinball is now sponsoring the Pinball Network. Also, it goes without saying, but flipping out pinball uh, distribution will be sponsoring the pinball network. Oh, and Scorbit. How about it? Let's get some Scorbit Whoa, action. Everyone likes Scorbit. Heck yeah. You're going to see a lot of Scorbit installation, a lot of utilization, JJP machines. So remember, Scorbit works on everything. You're going to see a lot of Scorebit. Thank you so much, Scorbit, uh, for the partnership in 2022, as well as Measle Mods. That's actually the mod
3: mod, uh, company I've bought the most mods from.
0: I think most people can say the same. Measle Mods, they have the biggest selection. Anytime you get a brand new game, it's one of the first places I go is Measle Mods. The hits don't stop there. We've got Flawless Creations and Amusements. Those individuals that are looking forward to powder coating their pinball machines or uh, uh, arcades or whatever you want to. Flawless Creations and Amusements is now partnered with TPN. PinMonk. We don't love pain, monk. It's the most pious of the pins. That's. <laughs> um, do you have a mantra? Do you uh, hmm. meditate? I was about to say masturbate. Do you meditate? <laughs> 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 Same no. Yeah? No. Mine is. Uh, dun, dun, <laughs> oh my god,
3: that's so fun.
0: Feel like I walked into a prop on that yeah, one. Yeah. <sighs> that was actually an improv. Right? PinMonk, thank you for partnering up. Uh, Cooling fans, uh, he makes all kinds of mods and everything. And the more the merrier. We have Pinball Photos, Crystal recipient from last year. Pinball Photos is partnering up with TPN as well. Get those canvas ready, baby. Because you're going to see a lot of that on the upcoming TPN streams as well as speaker light kits. One of my favorite mods ever. You know how much I love speaker light kits. You love speaker light kits. Mm, Well, have you not seen that? You've seen that expo, the the prototype Godzilla. I've thought about getting some speaker light kits for my games. I just, I never pulled the trigger. And look, if Dennis Creasel is even considering a mod, let that speak for itself. And as of right now, our final partnership is with sponsor Comet Pinball, everybody's favorite LED bulbs. That's true.
3: I can't remember the last time I bought an LED that wasn't Comet.
0: I don't think it's a, I was talking to Greg about this, Dennis. I don't think it's a discussion anymore. They are the, mm. <laughs> generally speaking, they are the preferred LED bulb. Yeah, I agree. And accessories. And you talk about those strips. Mm. Oh, those LED strips. Yeah. Yeah. Comet Pinball, if you guys want to know the best produced pinball bulb, I've put this in everybody's memory in the last couple of years, the Comet Pinball 2SMD Frosted Sunlight. That is the perfect pinball bulb. You heard it, That's Bruce. normally all I use anymore, yeah. See, yeah, it's that good. And more sponsors to come very soon, still in negotiations with some. But you've heard it here, the support that we are receiving and partnering up with from the TPN streaming channel is Stern Pinball, Flipping Out Pinball, Scorbit, Measle Mods, Flawless Creations and Amusements, Pin Monk, Pinball Photos, Speaker Light Kits, and Comet Pinball. All of those are helping make this happen for these individual streamers. Thank you so much.
3: Yes, we're very, very appreciative of them because obviously these, uh, the streamers that are coming on the streaming channel, you know, they have they have their own shows, they have their own channels Mm -hmm. and they're giving, they're giving up some of their time and the, what they would make doing that Mm -hmm. to participate on this. And these sponsors, uh, you know, provide an incentive for them to take advantage of that,
0: that, and these sponsors are going to now be able to utilize some prime time space and a built-in audience. To showcase some of their new stuff. Yep. Ooh, we might have some new releases coming from these sponsors that you're going to see exclusively and first on the pinball network streaming channel. That's exciting. So these people are asking Dennis, well, hold up. Is it just going to be Zach doing a song and dance every damn day? Who is going to be streaming on TPN? Is it me? Uh, You didn't sign up. Oh, no, it's not (laughs) coming soon. (laughs) Sorry. No,
3: super orbit for you guys.
0: (laughs) coming soon we have we we had a lot of people wanting to wanting to be a part of this because we have a nice big family over here tentatively right now here is your schedule coming coming in on sunday Sunday Sunday. at nine eight central Central. Fliptronic, jordan Jordan, and becca Becca. one of the highest viewed pinball streams Mm. uh in the industry extremely popular wavy arm tube guys go wacky wavy arm tube guy wacky wavy i think the green stream yeah yeah Fliptronic is big, and they are starting off the week right at TPN. We will likely have somebody on Monday coming in Tuesday at 8, 7 Central. Is going to be the the Pinballers. The The Castleman. Lisa and Carter. Yes. Carter man getting a haircut finally. Look like a hippie.
3: (laughs) Hashtag no judgment. (laughs) That
0: kid can play. (laughs) That kid can play. Wow. So if you want to see them eating tasty treats and blowing up pinball machines... It's going to be tuesday exclusively on the pinball, pinball network. network Wednesday's coming in hot with just, with just another, another pinball, pinball, pinball and joel, joel engelberth. engelberth
3: if he's got his carpet installed finally in that room <laughs> i don't know it's the project that doesn't end
0: pending come on joel finish carpet installation <laughs> joel engelberth has grown immensely over the last year he's a he's a cornerstone in pinball media and personalities he is going to be dedicated to the TPN streaming channel, as well as so Thursday, Thursday, don't Thursday, Don't Panic, panic Flip, George, George Fisher, Fisher himself. himself. Woo. Talk about growth mm-hmm. right there, right? I'm, imagine
3: all those head-to-head fight challenges that oh. might show up now. Fight! Who yeah. knows? Who knows what his plans
0: are? Iron Battle, baby. George Fisher was like rated with five to 700 people last week on his channel. He's huge. Hmm. That's a big, that's, big that's pinball big. streaming channel. But he's putting that all on the wayside one day a week for Thursdays. To come be part of the dedicated TPN streaming channel. And Friday, Friday. Oh, oh, so many so people's many people favorite, favorite, favorite streamers. streamers. One, one, of one of my personal favorites. favorites. I'm always, throwing, always them throwing them bitties. It's Hup it's Challenge. challenge. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Jordan, Becca over there. Always bringing you like the newest games ever on location. As well as some fun play at home during lunches. They're coming in Friday, 530, 430 Central. Hup Challenge, Jordan, and Becca. Right, come Does it get better than that, Dennis? That's a pretty strong starting lineup. But I know
3: we're, we're working on some others.
0: You other announcements will be following, possibly tentatively from Chuck Wirt, SDTM Pinball. Hadi Sayed Ali from Frisco Pinball, an up-and-comer. He's an elitist, by the way. Did you notice mm. that? Yes,
3: I've started. To, I've seen his Discord posts. Yeah. I can tell that. He's
0: type. an elitist. He's he's one of us. Tommy McNicholas from... He's more like me. He's like, why are the prices so high? That's right. from Jedi McMuffin. Kevin and Lindsay from What the Flip, possibly, and the one and certainly only Robert Byers, Top Row mm-hmm. Pinball. Oh, Perhaps the most charismatic. Absolutely. It depends on the day. <laughs> I like that geography. his last
3: name reminds me of Ice Cream.
0: It reminds me of Stranger Things. So that's pretty exciting news. That's extremely exciting news. And uh, you guys are going to start seeing it in January 2022. Thanks again to all of. All of our sponsors, and this is just, again, the start of uh, what we're going to continue to grow here in the pinball community for you, the listener, the viewer, the supporter. Thank you so much to all of the TPM partners on our dedicated stream channel. And make sure right now you go. You can go to twitch.tv slash Network, like, follow there, uh, as well as YouTube. I think that's probably the smartest place. And Facebook. YouTube, Facebook, right now. Go like like the pages uh, subscribe to the pages so that you can be informed every day when something pops up. Man, I feel like that meme from Titanic.
3: It's been 84 years.
0: <laughs> just like
3: <laughs> working on this to finally, finally, finally get to announce it. She's like, oh my
0: God, it just won't die. Old, just let it go. Old it Rose born. is just as charismatic, if not more, than Robert Byers. I just love that snarky little old Rose. Puts build packs in his place, drops the big hope diamond is so bullshit like she would drop that. yeah no one ever dropped that diamond oh come on
3: guys have diamond hands baby hold on to that thing tight hold on it tighter (laughs) than you did leo
0: squeeze it so we've got the pinball network coming in Uh, is that it for now why don't we announce more stuff how about that gasp insert gasp here this last week the pinball network announced that the pinball industry awards are back presenting the 2021 crystals are we still calling them the crystals i think so good i don't know (laughs) instead of a clink sound they may go thunk if
3: if we make them out of rubber this time folk crystals
0: we Uh. need them to be less break breakable we need them more bouncy now dennis you know a lot about this you're part of the committee this year with the pia's can -hmm. you tell us a little bit about uh is it the same thing that we we've come accustomed to last year is it different no we've blown it all up it's all different
3: we're going once, live. once you were out, we could we could make mad major <laughs> major modifications. Like Zach's out of the way. We're changing uh, everything to his
0: chagrin. Bree a sigh of relief whenever I was not on that first committee meeting. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh
3: God, he's dying. well, we were like, hmm, is Zach joining us? And I was like, no, I think he said he he wasn't going to do it this year (laughs) but but he was a maybe but i guess i guess it's a no it's It's a a no uh, so moving on so no i mean uh there's a lot that that is the same um there's only actually a few things that have been modified based off of feedback we decided we would and we knew we would make changes from the first year because there were going to be a lot of experiments so in terms of What's staying the same? There's still gonna be the same three categories of award types. So we're gonna have like the the category awards for the games. Okay. The excellence awards for content creators good. and the hall of fame all for the pinball machines. Yeah, pinball machine okay. hall of fame. So I like those three. So in terms of what's staying the same, that category award categories are all the same. Okay. And we made no changes whatsoever to how the Hall of Fame went. We thought that went pretty good. Terrific. So the excellence section is where there has been significant reform. Oh, okay. And so the main change up is, yeah, you know, we had, and you've, and you've commented on this on, on a number of podcasts about how it went with the, we had a group of 12 TPN people that got together and nominated and debated and selected recipients of the excellence awards. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that at all <gasps> this time. Instead, we're not giving away pro-
0: our own trophies we not right, giving right. ourselves our own award. Yes, you
3: know? yes, the whole thing. Well, as you remember, one of the things that I know frustrated you greatly was the members of the team were very, very – and I perhaps more so than anyone else – was very uncomfortable with the idea of giving TPN people – awards when it was all being selected by tpn folks sure sure. and so for me i refused to to grant an award to anyone who was for their tpn show if they mm-hmm. had a non-tpn i was willing but yep. but uh ultimately we didn't you know you know how it went and i know you felt there were some very deserving tpn groups so it's a tough position but yeah, yeah well so here's our solution to that now this if we're okay with the T- tpn organizing the pinball industry awards is and giving the awards to TPN groups, as long as it's not TPN picking the awards. That's that's that where sense. the hangup was. Yeah. So what we're doing now is the same judges that select the category awards for the games that came out during the year, mm-hmm. they will write in, it will be all write-ins, oh. they will just write in, if they want to, a single name or of whatever they want to win those various excellence awards. Okay. Those will be tallied up by the committee and then the winner will be determined just based off of that. And if they're ties, then we'll give out more than one, but, but that's the idea there. So I like not that. a drop down. We're not pre-selecting. We're saying we have a set of rules on like the, that people have to be quote unquote good for them. We have a Trudeau rule basically oh, okay. where, you know, you have to be a positive force for the hobby, but beyond that, it's going to be whatever the category judges write in. That that's what it is. There's no nominations at all. It's just going to be write in. So
0: instead of TPN choosing these excellence award winners, it's the community essentially, the media right. community, it's the, the hobby
3: It's the judging community. We're calling them uh, we're calling them pinball personalities this time because that's another change that we've made. Okay. We've broadened up the judging. Category. That was another piece of feedback. We didn't get a lot of blowback, but we had some people saying things like, "Hey, why is there? You know, you're not doing." like they're tournament people that know stuff about games. The whole thing with Absolutely. our judges as as you remember from from last year's Pinball Industry Awards is we really wanted to emphasize that we're not doing it as a people's choice award. We want the people judging to have a high likelihood of understanding and knowing and taking seriously all the selections. Yeah,
0: it's close to informed uh, experts, right, informed, informed. we wanted informed voters, yes.
3: and a lot of people who vote in like the Twippies are informed, but we know a lot aren't because people are are going out and asking their friends and Mom, family. Mom, dad, to vote
0: for yeah, mail yeah, man.
3: yeah, and that's true for any you know that's true for any people. So this is how People's Choice works. But so what we've done deceased is we've added voters
0: to deceased vote. Yeah,
3: well, well, I'm not I'm not claiming like, like <laughs> corruption shenanigans. <laughs> that sort of stuff is a separate thing. Obviously, that's harder to police on can't a buy choice, votes, but no, okay. but um. Well, with us, uh, because of how it works, we're able to basically give a a specific link to every judge. So we know when they voted and we and there's no outside votes possible. It's all very controlled. That's big. So so all the categories of the judges are the same as they were the prior, like the same. Like if you're a a writer who writes articles about pinball or a podcaster, the thresholds to meet all of that are the same as before. We didn't change any of those. We but we added a, we added three groups, so now there's like a, a social media group Ooh. for people, and we we will let you combine across multiple social media platforms to reach a certain threshold okay. of followers, but. If you're doing a lot of social media promoting pinball, mm-hmm. then we feel you're probably pretty well informed, and that would make sense that you should go ahead and be allowed to be a judge.
0: Kind of like a nap
3: arcade. That's what yeah, nap arcades a, uh, probably the one that people would think of right away. Be like nap arcades' Facebook page is massively followed. He posts yes. pinball all the time. He's a pinball. He's a pinball expert. He that's should true. be able yeah. to be a judge. Good thinking. So that that's one. The second grouping is tournament organizers. Oh, I like that. So. Because they often have to, I mean, it depends on the location and stuff, but tournament organizers typically are pretty well informed about the current releases and stuff Mm -hmm. involving pinball.
0: They know the game. And
3: so... And so we've got a threshold for a certain number of IFPA sanctioned tournaments, because that's something we can kind of vet. So that's why we went that sure. way, including the main threshold is I believe we we do ask they have to, they have to organize at least one of those tournaments has to be, I believe 40 plus people. I think is what we went with.
0: Okay. That's a good threshold.
3: So again, we're trying because we don't want to We ha- because we try and verify this stuff, we need to make sure we don't get overwhelmed. And if there's not like, we don't have enough people. If it's a low participation group, we may, you know, make it easier to get in through it mm-hmm. the next time around. Mm-hmm. But you know, again, we learn from our, our mistakes. Mm-hmm. And then the third group is also tournament organized. Um, and that is uh high level players. And the way we've went ahead and done it this time is if they're, you're in the top 50 of the women's IFPA or the top 50 overall IFPA, you can be a judge because high level players typically know all the new games too.
0: And they know, yeah, they know what's good.
3: They know pinball in general, but, They know pinball. But again, because so many of the category awards are all about stuff that came out this current year tourney players are some of the most likely to have experienced it especially high level ones who tend to go to the major events which tend to have all the new stuff Mm -hmm. that's the logic that we went with so that those are all the main the main changes involving the selection process and and how the award format's going to be
0: and it's a good measurement to increase diversity as well which we're huge about here at the pinball network so man nicely done there pia committee so we'll see how it shakes out and the plan will be uh in
3: 2022's awards when you know make more changes based off of what didn't work but but uh that was a lot of the feedback that we got really uh at the start of the you know first year the excellent stuff was the most confusing and contentious mm-hmm. but you know there's some people that kind of felt we were too media focused on the the industry cuz uh, on the industry awards so now we've sort of broadened it that's why we're kind of calling it personalities now because obviously tournament players aren't media mm-hmm. but The goal wasn't to be a media, you know, this isn't the media awards for pinball. This is people awarding the
0: industry. And we want a
3: selection of judges that know stuff about it.
0: Sure. You're very informed. If you're a top 50 player in the world, you are pinball. We think all these things are reasonable proxies
3: for knowledge. That's what they are. It's just, it's a proxy process.
0: A scientific process into awarding pinball. I like it. Now, when's this thing coming out? Like, We've got uh, April, May. What are we doing?
3: No, no, no. Uh, just like before, we we like the idea from the first year that the awards need to come out in January because we're we're recognizing the prior year, and we think it's a little you know our logic last year uh, was it's it's odd to have people, especially when you have the votes happen uh, early on, and that's when obviously we're going to be kicking off the the process for getting the judges here. I think relatively soon this month, mm-hmm. and the voting will happen pretty early in January if I'm remembering my schedule correctly. So it's like. We don't want there to be a long lag time between that and then actually saying what the results are, because fundamentally, once the votes are in, it's not hard to tally them up. So we don't see the reason to sit on it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do this stuff will be all announced before February. It will happen in January. Oh, that's exciting. I like award stuff in January. However, we are the presentation process is also going to be dramatically different. Okay. Okay. and I don't know if this is going to play as well as as before, but it's what we felt was in our capabilities Okay. because when we got together as a team to start doing the planning, it was, okay, well, if Zach and Greg are not doing a presentation format like last year, no one else was comfortable that we could live up to it. So we said, all right, we're not doing it at all then.
0: That's way too kind. Okay.
3: We're not going to do like a Twitch or YouTube ceremony. So we're going to roll this stuff out. On social media, sort of award by award is the idea. So it's not going to be a show like it was. It's just going to be we'll be able to spread it out over multiple days, and we'll be able to do something to display like here's the winner for best music.
0: Oh, okay,
3: and just kind of push that out. So in some ways, I you know I love the show format, but uh, we would whatever we would try and put together would be compared to what you did with Greg, and all none of us could do it. We were just like, nope, we don't have the time. time, It's not going to look as good. And we'd rather just try something dramatically different and just get the awards out there in a really clean and efficient process Mm -hmm. and uh, see what the people think about that. And if they miss the ceremony, then we can see about bringing the ceremony back with some experts with some experts next time, uh, but everyone involved at this point was like we we just can't put it together in a good way, and there's no we couldn't do it live because there's no major show in January, so we couldn't tie it to a, an event. So okay. that's just kind of what what we decided. Let's we started thinking outside the box it was okay well what could we do really different i was like well let's just focus on pushing it social media wise and not doing it the way that everyone's
0: going to assume we would do it Well that would still be kind of cool though if it goes that way because you're like every day you kind of get another little nugget i I kind of like that
3: it's you know where it's definitely the one that we were most torn on whether or not it it would be well received we Mm -hmm. don't know but but the nice thing is like the award is the award so the recognition is the recognition and so that's not cheapened by however the ceremony is it's still the award is still as as good as it always was so if the way we announce it uh, announce those awards doesn't play well it's just something to learn from and, and change next time but And I do want to go ahead and say thank you to you, though, Zach, uh, because you did say flipping out uh, pinball would sponsor the trophies. Yes, 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 yes. Very appreciative. That is it's a huge help because we were running the numbers and we're like, all right, let's reach into our pocket. (laughs) How many crystals can we buy? We don't want to call them the plastics. And I was like, well, I was (laughs) like, well, you know, we could go to glass and I think we could we could
0: shrink them down a
3: little bit. (laughs) The
0: finest Uh, China. I haven't, I haven't been able to teach myself how to forge crystal trophies. Yes. And there may be additional sponsors as well to the pinball industry awards. They're working on that and uh, always fun. I'm always looking forward to the awards every each and every year, but uh, so are you pleased to have a breather? Or are
3: you kind of like, no, I want to help my little bird fly. And I, oh, man, and now I you're,
0: you're on would, the sidelines and the birds are doing what they want. <laughs> they transition to the next story without uh, asking that question, but you asked it. I, it, It is extremely difficult for me. I thought it would be. Difficult to a degree that I can't uh, properly describe here. It always is. And whether it's this or anything else that I've done or, or do, always, always difficult, even if it is in my best interest not to be a part of it this year, it's still painstaking to me. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, it's real, been real interesting because in, in, like in our meeting, someone will go, I don't think Zach would do it like this. And then I can go, we're not in Zach's places right. anymore, precious yeah.
0: Where is Zach? He's not here. Where is Zach? Filthy Zaxies. I'm your king. I don't think there's a better group that could do it or put on an award show. So I'm not worried in the least. But yeah, it's extremely difficult not to be a part of anything that is production award based kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And you know, I'm still uh, flipping out as a sponsor. So, and I'm still helping a little bit here and there just yeah, to, yeah, you've bit. been
3: helping get us uh, put together some of the lists and stuff for yeah. us too. So, cause I mean, oh, well, and I guess that's one of the things. So like eligible games and, or you've been a big help with uh, helping us get information on accessories mm-hmm. too. Yeah. For the eligible games we have uh, on the stern side, we have Godzilla, Led Zeppelin, Jurassic Park pin version, uh the Mandalorian. Perfect. And then we have on the spooky side, we have Ultraman and Halloween. They mm-hmm. are treated separately on all the categories. Sure. And then for uh, American pinball, we have legends of Valhalla because our, our understanding is locations did get the games before December and customers did as well. Okay. There and have customers. been a few, yeah. but we don't have cactus Canyon remake in okay. because we did. We heard that they did not only the prototypes had gone around to shows. This is true. Okay. And then on uh, on Multimorphic P three we have Shoot and Scoot, Silver Falls, and Sorcerer's Apprentice. Wow. Three so, there. And right I right. think it was Led Zeppelin and Shoot and Scoot both came out uh, after December but before January, but met the met the thresholds. Yep, so yep, that's yeah. why it's the list. We did not put in Avira. Mm, um, we discussed that for mm. Art Cab and stuff, but I didn't I didn't see any support for putting it in, so mm-hmm. that's not in. But I guess for full transparency, that's that's the list as it stands.
0: Mm-hmm. So Celts was last year. And Fathom hasn't been released. Right, right. Yet. Someone did ask, someone on, uh,
3: on I, when I was on the YouTube for uh, uh, flipping Out, actually, when Joel and Craig were on, mm-hmm. uh, someone had gone into chat and asked about Kelts. Uh, Kelts was recognized uh, last year, was an eligible, and we had it in the, in the ballot last year. So, Terrific. Just most people didn't see him till
0: this year. Yeah. yeah. But,
3: but then, you know, they, the companies don't plan their release schedules around what's going to maximize my chance of winning an award. So. Not yet. Yeah. And same with Heist. Heist was, uh, was the last year. In fact, it won uh, Best Toy last year.
0: And hold up, I did have a, did have, not, it's not beef, not Kobe beef. It's like um, t- uh, lean turkey with you mm. and, and Tony over on the Eclectic Gamers <gasps> podcast. Lean Tony. You brought up the, the wonder, the joy that is the Game Awards. And my vision has always been something like that for pinball. You said that a lot of it is releases and, and launches, reveals of trailers. It's not really about the awards uh, via the game awards. And you said something to the to the effect of the following. Nobody in pinball has any power to talk manufacturers into releasing stuff during an awards. Series. Something like that, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Almost exactly what I said. You have no power
0: here, Zachary the Gray. Yeah. Well, okay. Just... I remember that
3: one? It was maybe it was a, was it a bit of a challenge? Where Tony, uh, it might so have it been because I was Tony like and me challenging oh, really? you a little bit. Really? Oh, like, okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah, you could, couldn't even get, couldn't I'll even make it. That. Can't okay. even get it. So Rush is announced during the Pinball Industry Awards. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can. Mm. I think you lack that ability. Well, as long as we release it on January. <laughs> I mean, and for <laughs>
3: those I don't know, and I don't want. Obviously, this is a pinball show, so I don't want to go into a whole bunch on the video game stuff. But the game awards, I mean, in a way. At this point, in fact, there was an article, I can I can send you a link later if you're interested, Zach, but there was an article about someone, I thought they were overly, because compl- I like all the trailers, but they were very upset, and they're like, what is this? It's not even an award ceremony anymore. There were awards they gave out where they didn't even read the names of the nominees. Oh, no. They just would show them up on the screen and say, congratulations, yeah. Final Fantasy XIV. Uh And... And they were just flying through them because people are tuning into a three-hour ceremony. It's not really a three-hour ceremony. It's really a two-hour and 42-minute trailers mm. of new re- re- reveals and a little bit of awards. Is it a That's huge it.
0: event? It's massive. You said to you said to your listeners on the Collected Gamers podcast last episode that you confused it at one point with E3. At this point, I think the Game Awards is more exciting than E3.
3: Absolutely. Because... Because the problem with E3 is half the stuff leaks out early, sometimes Mm -hmm. because of the company's own decision making, and it sprawls over multiple days for all these reveals. Mm -hmm. Game awards is three hours. And as I noted, like over two and a half of those hours is just new reveals of stuff after stuff after stuff. And it's just it's things that people haven't heard of. It's just, it's exciting. But but understand that it's not really about the awards at this point. It is about all the people are watching because they want to see the trailers. That's why they're there.
0: Yeah, and you want to see Game of the Year, I would assume. I mean, it's, There's still yeah, some it's interest neat, there. but yeah.
3: Game of the Year is the only one they make a big deal about. They play like the they play famous music from all of the nominees mm. over about a five-minute period, and then they announce the, the game. And so it's still The, the person gets a 30-second speech. It's still there. It's just, a, it's a circus. No, it is, but some people are like, it's not about the awards anymore. And that's not something that people have been able to say about like uh, pinball industry awards or twippies or anything. Th- those have been about the awards. Sure, It's about recognizing and celebrating. And some people feel the game awards has become too commercial mm. because it is a giant commercial.
0: But it's giant fun too, right? People look forward to it
3: well i mean part of the thing is there's so many video games a lot of times a lot of the nominees i haven't played so i just don't feel the same like i do about with most of the pinball awards i've played these games Mm -hmm. so i kind of like have this vested stake in which ones win because i'm like you know i have my favorites and my least favorites and then but with the video games it's like hey look at the top five i didn't play any of them how did the game awards start though uh that it was something spun off of spike tv i think i mean it started
0: very much awards right
3: I think, I don't remember if, I mean, Jeff who organized those, uh, he worked really, really hard I was being to make-
0: I've researched very much so. And it very much started out as the awards okay. and it morphed into what it is now, which is a global phenomenon and something that pinball will be seeing in the future. How about that? Boom. Could be. It is time to put pinball into the top gear. Stay tuned.
3: That would be nice. Yeah. Too bad you lack the strength to do it. mm
0: Hmm. You've underestimated my sneakiness. Wow, so the Pinball Network, how about it? Thank you, listener, for the support over the last couple years and on to the future. We can't talk about the future without talking about Stern Pinball. Mm. Did you hear our last episode, episode 84, where uh, I talked about trademark pending Stern's hybrid model as well as the potential for a pricey vault in 2022? Uh, Yeah, I I vaguely remember it. I just want to get some of your thoughts. Do Do you see... Uh, they're having the potential stern pinball to have a very pricey vault. And that is how they do these vaults in the future. Do you, do you see that as a possibility? And if so, how strong a possibility? It's Yeah, it's, it's definitely a possibility. I don't think it's likely. No, oh, I don't think it's likely. So no. not likely for vaults or not likely for no. modified pricing vaults?
3: Um, not likely. Well, currently, I don't really expect a, a vaults like in twenty twenty two. I don't expect there to be a vault. Mm, okay. And moving forward, I wouldn't be surprised if it go back to vaults. But no, I don't. I I don't expect them to be pricey. I expect them to probably be pre- priced like the current run games. Just to, you know, they'll throw a Sam on the line and do a Sam. How many do you think game. they'll
0: make though when they throw a vault up there? Well, uh. I think Not like many. when they did Game of Thrones, sorry to interrupt. But I think when they did like when they pulled back Game of Thrones, it wasn't really a vault, but they're like, hey, we're going to run this again. We get the license. We'll run it again. I think they ran like maybe two, three hundred units.
3: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they'll run a lot. No,
0: it really, really makes sense that they need to fill the
3: line. I don't think they're going to try and use vaults as a way as a, like a money making model.
0: I They make so much off of the new stuff. I just it seems like it's more work than it's worth to me. I don't know. Profit margins if they're that much more and you have to make of that much less.
3: Yeah, but why why do that and get compared to well, well, this is what the original price game was when you can just like do like a Iron Man 40th or whatever some, you know, nonsense crap thing that Well, I think that's 30, what I was kind of mean,
0: That's what I mean though. Like bringing Well, I don't see that as a uh, I mean, well, bringing back a title that is not a cornerstone that you can exponentially mark up because you're only making, you know, 200 300 units it
3: couldn't be as a vault i mean to me it wouldn't be as a vault then has to like they have to make you feel like you're getting
0: some special sure sure stuff no i still don't i still think it's highly unlikely okay all right do you think stern's onto the hybrid model have they thought about that how they get these huge intellectual properties what i'm calling the hybrid model huge intellectual properties but they're morphing them with the love and the adoration of the original themes of bally williams so you morph them into this avengers infinity quest or jurassic park
3: well they already do this it's not a hybrid model
0: I, I'm, I'm calling it the hybrid model do you i know think you are because you want you want to
3: get some intellectual credit for something well, but it's you know. I, let's jurassic park without the you know it's a, oh, it's a here's we're we're in jurassic plot, park but it's not the any movie plot it's but you get john williams it's not all I'm saying is they already do this. So, yes, they're going to do it because they already do it. My it's question a, to you is... It's just a way to cheap out on assets.
0: My question to you, Dennis, is do you think they see this type of amalgamation? Do you think they're seeing this or do you think they're just like, oh, we just don't want to pay for assets? There's nothing more to it than that. I think it's pretty much that. I don't okay. think they're doing it over
3: the creativity that it offers them. Mm, you don't think they're they're thinking... I think that's a can happy ex- side effect. We can expand but I think it's, it's like, holy crap, it is... Well, because you have so many people that get upset when they can't watch their entire movie on the back box. Mm -hmm. So in some cases, when they, you know, they'll guardians it and give that to you when they can. And other times it's like, you know what? It's just there's so many limits uh, on pricing to be able to afford the Avengers on the screen. Let's do it as a comic. And the designer will like it because they get more freedom. Mm, Like a
0: rumored Venom.
3: Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, most people are buying over not two types of buyers in my mind. There's like those that are buying over the art package and then those are buying over the the layout and rules. And both of those pretty much can happen under either model. Granted, the art can be more
0: restrictive. Hello, Star Wars. (laughs) Hey, comic version. Hello. Interesting to discuss. And speaking of limitations to Lucasfilm's Star Wars artwork. Zombie Yeti, a.k.a. Jeremy Packer, was on TPN's Free Play Pinball podcast this last week. And it was a good podcast. Jeremy was pretty frank, pretty transparent, a lot of fun. That personality of his. I love it. Jeremy's a multifaceted fellow, though. He presents one way, and those gears are turning in another. He can't tell me any different. Nobody else can tell me any different. It's It's different. it's 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 a book, and I can read it. Not, it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a Jeremy Packer thing. So I always love listening to him on podcasts to hear what he's saying, but to also hear what he's really meaning. I think he'd be the Riddler if he was in the DC universe.
3: Hmm. Well, I haven't, uh, I haven't heard this podcast yet. I just downloaded it.
0: He was talking about artwork on uh, some of the different packages he's done with Stern Pinball. He, for example, Avengers. I did not know this. He was going to have the same art package on every back glass pro premium and Ellie of Avengers infinity quest. Hmm. Ah. That's very, that would have been very different from what yes. Stern normally does. And he was worried about it. And usually it's the last second you, you go up to that finish line. he said he had a couple weeks that everything else was approved. It was good. He could have just stopped there, but he was like, I, I just want something different though for the premium Ellie. So he went back you know, and crafted. It would have been a pretty package. big brain though to be like, "Hey,
3: you can't pick which back glass is your favorite to go with which model is your favorite if they're all identical." Oh.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't, I didn't realize that we, hell, we were complaining that the premium LE had the same similar back glass. <laughs> it was about to have one. He was also discussing his newly released Godzilla art package. Yeah, that's what his. Insert that little girl's scream there. That's what his. Oh yeah. Whew that one hurt his brain because he said he made it exclusive on TPN's free play. He said he wasn't completely happy with that project all in all. Now that's transparency. Is
3: that, that, was that ongoing or was that because he of the quote unquote backlash?
0: No, I he just said throughout, he just, he had ample time. He just kept going, kept trying, kept changing he just said he wasn't. Uh, the conclusion wasn't as close to what he thought he would have or want to have as some of his other projects. For better or worse, doesn't mean the package is worse than any others. It just, in his mind, he had that battle of uh, just still not what it, he said. The pro back last, for example, he just painstakingly he, he started over at one point after something was done. Started over. He just wasn't wasn't happy with where it was at, and he said he's his own worst critic too. He said nobody on Penside side can say stuff that he hasn't already defeated himself on. So he's not too worried about that. He likes the feedback, but I found it interesting that, uh, Godzilla was one that he just can't put his finger on. He just something he was beating himself up. I think it could be not the package itself. Cause when you're interpreting dreams, Dennis, you as a psychologist, you typically don't interpret the details of the dream. You, you interpret So if it's a building or if it's a you don't interpret that. It's the emotions tied to said content or topic. So I don't think it was the Godzilla thing. If I was interpreting this, I would think that this is an ongoing pressure for Jeremy Packer, who is heralded as the greatest pinball designer right now easily, but maybe one of the tops of all time. It's his ongoing internal struggle, consciously or subconsciously, that he has to continue improving and bringing more to the table. So as projects continue, I think we're going to see this internal conflict potentially continue as well, uh, if, if not identified. So I don't think it was a Godzilla art package. I think it was more. Hmm. Is that getting too deep That's, there in the weeds? Well, uh, yeah, probably. Okay, fair. Maybe it was just this Godzilla art package. He said that if he could have done something different, he would have, just, he would have made that green more saturated.
3: Got to gotta have them colors pop if you want to knock it out of the park.
0: Uh, he makes things satisfying. I love that. He hears a criticism and he just leans into it. He's like, mm, if I could have just made it more green. Oh, <laughs> uh, he also talked about sometimes getting caught up in some crossfire for publicly and vocally standing up for stern pinball. guess hmm. I guess there well, was a he thing. does stand up for him from time to time. Yeah, There's a thing with him and Steve Ritchie. I think he says, Steve Ritchie hmm. hates his guts. And that was, oh, a, that was a thing at expo. And yeah,
3: did not know about that. Yeah, no, I've seen him post from time to time where, you know, I get where Jeremy's coming from. He had obviously his first experience with pinball and creation was Zidware, which was not a great experience for mm-hmm. him. And then he goes and there's a company that actually produces what he does, and, and, yep. So they keep their word with him. So he appreciates that coupled with, I know back in the past, I haven't seen this recently, but I'd seen him come up a few times where sometimes when people are kind of bashing on Stern, which is the biggest company it's going to get bashed. Sure. Um, He seemed to get irked when the bashing would turn into the that they're like all the designers, the content creators, the programmers are soulless and they're all just doing it for their paychecks and that they don't actually love their product. And mm. that seemed to be what pisses them off more than anything. That's my read, I see. regardless of what his dreams mean.
0: I think that with Jeremy there, because you're on something, I think with Jeremy, it is, we hear a lot of times uh, media creators are oversensitive or artists in particular, if we're talking about uh, the industry, artists are oversensitive, right? You've heard that, correct?
3: A lot of them do seem to be pretty sensitive. Yes, I don't know whether
0: it's over or under,
3: but they seem more sensitive than some of the other uh, professions that work in the field. Sure. So
0: what I gain, again, I don't particularly agree with that. I think that everybody, for the most part, if we, if we took a measurement across the board of industry people, everybody is sensitive at times. Everybody is overly sensitive at times, probably more so than under sensitive. Is that even a possibility? I don't even know. But you get what I'm saying. I think that when it comes to content creators and particularly artists who are oftentimes eccentric, colorful, artsy, maybe we're more vocal about it. I think that the designers of the world are super sensitive too. the coders of the world, super sensitive too. they just whether it's a personality or a platform, they just don't express it as much. I think maybe that would be my argument. So it's a chicken and egg argument. Did, well, did the sensitivity just, create the artist or did the artist create the sensitivity?
3: All right. Well, I mean, like back when I was like writing, I, um, other than maybe one, I think every article I ever wrote on pinball, I got, I got criticism for on some aspect of it from either that they hated my writing style to wow. that they, that they didn't like my, my approach to the, like the content, like I didn't cover the content in a way they wanted it covered. And it's sort of like, by and large, like if they said it in a, in a certain way, I might reply to them and say, oh, I, I see what you're saying. This is why I went the way I went. And that's that. But I'm not trying to change their mind. Then those that would say to me that they didn't like my style, I, it was like, I don't, you, know, you see, I don't care mm. in the sense that I can't, I would never change my style. So sure. I'm just not the right fit for that person. You don't tell them to go eat a bag of dicks. Well, but I also don't get upset that they didn't like the style. Does that make sense? Because it's irrelevant. I I don't like how you guys meander for 10 minutes at the start of the show. You know what? There are other podcasts for you.
0: It's hard for me to relate to this entire conversation because negative feedback is something I'm not accustomed to uh i don't <laughs> you know it's it's Zach, something that you I just, your issue is i'm gonna tell you because i you know i'm a highly trained
3: psycho a psychoanalytical person mm-hmm. your issue is you oscillate between both extremes mm. you will have a mode where you are i don't give a fuck yeah and and you don't and you'll just say and do whatever and then within 48 hours you might flip and be like I really don't like that everyone's upset about what but I
0: did. I'm sorry, baby. Please come
3: back to me. No, you're not. On, you. on your li- You're not, high, so you're, not big on apo- you're not big on apologizing, Zach. But, but sometimes you seem. I apologize for wrong, damn it. And sometimes you are not. So again, that's where that personality <laughs> thing comes. You know, just as you noted, it depends. Sometimes people are are upset and are not. I think some in pinball also because they've been in pinball longer than others. Like a lot of these artists are more new to the field. I think they've learned that they just don't respond publicly. A Mm -hmm. lot of them are just like, I just stay quiet when people criticize you, just stay out of it.
0: Yeah. I say, take your criticisms. Uh, If they're smart people, you'll get a lot of the criticisms and uh, you'll, you'll modify your work to fulfill that. If they're idiots, then you just laugh it off and think you couldn't do anything better than this. So fuck off. Well,
3: you know, there, there there is, there is constructive criticism and then there's, there's criticism. That's not going to be of any use to, but it's not necessarily bad either. It's just, standard opinion criticism and then there's like the trolling criticism which is designed to to hurt you
0: I always say at the end of the day I'm gonna say at the end of the week at the end of the month Jeremy Packer is the greatest there is out there and until somebody steps up and does better work than him then he can tell everybody to go eat a bag of dicks
3: sorry dirty Donnie yeah no. I still like you
0: yeah a great artist just not great enough where's he hiding I don't know there's been a whole lot of code lately at Stern Pinball <sighs> yeah. We've got just your basic cleanup aisle nine code. We've got some insider connected updates for code. There's a shitload of games. that got code updates. And then you have your hefty big mama of a Godzilla version 0.85 again, small increments, but large results. Anybody playing 0.85 knows what I mean. Man, it's a good game production updates. We've got uh, insider connected kits Here, Here's your update. Right now, this is the hottest question I get via email and messenger and text and phone. Hey, Zach, I pre-ordered one of those kits from your website. Uh, Do you not have them in stock? No. Why don't you have them in stock? Because Stern's not sending them out to non-operators until 2022. Simple enough, right? Most people are okay with that. Operators are getting them. Operators are putting them in. And Stern Pinball is really cranking out a lot of these insider kits. So, I'd say here within the next two to three weeks you're gonna see all those operators fulfilled of those ones that were initially approved to get the the first ones, and you're gonna see them continue to go to operators that didn't have that quick approval and they waited too long and requested after and you're gonna see homeowners start getting theirs as well. We have hundreds upon hundreds ordered at flipping out pinball, many of which are taken like we're, we're trying to have an inventory of them but they get snatched up. That's the hottest item over the last two months sold, probably the hottest item sold. In history of our company, they're selling very well, and they are going to come out. And I think they're going to roll out a lot quicker than you see other accessories or games from Stern Pinball. For the most part, very little issues that we're having. We've sent out probably 30, 40 of these things. Very little issues. The only issues we've seen come back were one person's LED light wasn't working, and that's it. That's good. So far, not problematic at all. So... And the ease of installation I've heard is fairly simple, so that's that's nice that's yeah. terrific <laughs> as well because that that worried me. The only other thing is like, and I have to check with Stern. I don't know the answer to this. Some people have asked when I get the pro insider kit, I get the new apron and everything, which is great, but I don't get any replacement like deadpool stickers for that new apron or Avengers or whatever it may be. That's a good question i I'm assuming that stern want you to pull them off the old apron or put them on the new one, but I don't know. Or is it that, and this could be the case as well. Again, I'm sorry. I don't have the answer. They may issue those in the future. If you need, you show proof of purchase and you can get your updated decals or whatever. I don't know. Stay tuned for that. And on the production update timing of games, I think there is uh, this week on the line, we have the 40th anniversary Elvira. If I believe that to be correct. And the the next week or two is going to be to end out the year. Stranger Thing pros that last run. Beatles that last run. Beatles Gold, and I believe a couple Deadpool premiums. Where's Rush? The uh, the rumored Rush or the next Stern titled game. I think we're going to see that probably the following week. We'll see. Uh, maybe see or hear something about a title, and then. In typical fashion that following week after that, we'll get a reveal and all of that. So Yeah. So it's uh coming very, 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 very soon. Okay, we will just have to wait and wait. And Jersey Jack, I don't know where Jersey Jack Yeah.
3: Jersey was. Jack. What's going on with Jersey Jack?
0: Yeah, we still get a while. But the J J P owners did something really nice and holiday inspired this last week.
3: Oh, do they put up uh, festive garnishes? Yeah, we heard garlands? I guess garnishes
0: are for food. Well, they could be. Maybe, they, maybe <laughs> mm. they'd ran short. Part supplies. So they've got lettuce hanging no, above we'll the never, thresholds there'll of the doors. There will never not
3: be enough ranch.
0: <laughs> I can just see Joe Cat sitting under a leaf of lettuce under the <laughs> door threshold. Hey, Zach. Did you try that Wonka 2.0 code? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, he'd probably say that. Uh, love cats. Love kefir. Yeah, Jersey Jack Pinball owners this last week came in and they issued, we heard from Ken Redberg, year-end bonuses to every single JJP employee. Oh, I didn't get in a year-end bonus. I didn't either. I did unbox an L.E. for myself, so uh, <laughs> maybe that, that's a hell of a bonus, isn't it? So congratulations to all the JJP employees. Kiefer, mm-hmm. that's um, nice. let's get that Pirates code done, bud. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, Kiefer's my brother from another mother. Speaking of brothers, Pinball Brothers. Oh. Their LV version. How do you Mm -hmm. do that? You do the better, Alien. There it is. It's got to have a rasp in it. Alien LV limited version teaser trailer was released this past week. Mm -hmm. Nicely done. Very teasy. Yeah, very teasy. It looks like Alien. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yep. Nailed it. Yep. I do like it. I, I couldn't tell in the video if they were doing like this, uh, cobalt blue trim with the, with the head laser cut around the flipper buttons. I do like that color. If that's what, I don't know if I'm just seeing it on a promo and it's not representative to the color in real life, but mm. it looked good. That game looked good. That game always looks good. The backlash artwork. Phenomenal. Woo. That's damn good. Playfield. Man. All said and done, if they went over that play field artwork again, geez. But it's a stunner. I love that it showed the beacons, the new lower profile beacons. Do you see? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that the format in which they showed or the room of which they showed and did the promo in was the, the, the ceiling line was just tall enough to, to sit the low profile ones. So I'm like, I wonder who designed that the owner of this room designed that <laughs> he's like well the beacons won't fit in my basement hey, it, so the low
3: ceiling's a real challenge you know that's a challenge for me
0: oh my gosh i gotta tell you this side note <sighs> i don't want to admit this but i did make a pretty big mistake uh-oh well not really uh, it's yeah, hard to say pretty much hindsight. really yeah uh i call it a facility because i don't want to call it a barn because it's too expensive we're building something on our property for a showroom it. yeah, it's saw the photos that's coming along nicely And at last second, we're like, you know what? We want more space. So we built a loft in the showroom area. It'll have a bar and everything and a bathroom for all you party people that come over to hang out with me. So it has all of that, but I'm like, man, I would like to squeeze in some more games. So we built a loft. Now these are 16 foot ceilings. So a big space, but the main floor is, I think what, nine foot, 10 foot, maybe. So the loft was just going to be for storage you know, you put parts up there, you put show stuff, you take the shows, put it there. I was like, as long as, you know, it's as big as a pinball machine, maybe I can even get pinball machines up here. So the contractor's like, all right, well, we're going to have to make sure how much weight do you want to put up here? And I'm like, well, at least a ton. I'm taking, you know, 250 pounds to 300 pounds per machine. How many machines can you get up? So it's got to it's do a ton. So he even extended it past 16 foot to make, I think it's Six and a half foot up there, but sadly, Dennis, mm. it's not going to accommodate toppers. Nope, nope. Uh oh. So, we're talking to the contractor tomorrow to see what we can do about that.
3: You're <laughs> gonna have to raise the roof, raise the roof. They've already had it all handling. framed, there's
0: no raising, do the it's handling, not, raise the roof. I may have them inset areas just for the toppers.
3: You're gonna to have to just dig out uh, an undercroft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's have so a little stupid, pinball dungeon. But I'm thinking about it. But yeah, I made a mistake and didn't uh, didn't think about that. Welcome, boys and girls, to
3: the undercroft.
0: Oh man!
3: Flip it out! Bye bye bye! Or die die die!
0: <laughs> Sounds like Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, I don't really have a good Keeper voice. Sorry, you just gotta make do with the BT Rumpelkeeper. Padretti. Mm. I wonder if uh, Funhouse 2.0 Rudy's nineteen. I love this I, I, taking that twist.
3: They put mayo on it. I was like that's what makes it an extra hell hot dog. Ketchup was bad enough, but holy cow.
0: Mayo, yeah, that's very European, isn't it?
3: Yeah, but I don't know if they put it on hot dogs. I'd have gravy. I don't know on a they hot eat dog. hot
0: dogs in Europe. A poutine hot dog? I need that. I don't know what they eat out there. Mm, I would eat that. Pedretti came out with their gameplay teaser of Rudy's mm. nightmare. Oh, wait. That's the wrong. wrong sound. <laughs> I, I'm just that's Rudy's thinking, sound at midnight. I'm still thinking, get you a hot dog in hell. Get
3: yourself a hot dog in hell. <laughs> Bucko. Bucko.
0: flip. Uh, we, got the, we got that gameplay teaser. It gives us a little bit more indication of what the modes are going to look like, sound like, play like. Have you pre-ordered this? I haven't. Because I was gonna order from PPS, but I I don't know if I missed the boat. I don't know. Hmm. I've I've got one of my buddies that has one on order, and he may or may not keep it. So I just told him to sell it to me if he's not going to keep it.
3: Yeah, that's easy enough fix. Did no. you
0: know that uh, there's been some criticism of the Rudy voice? No, I I did not know. I, well, I was I, like, you're not going to match what was Ed Boone. You're not going to match his voice. So they went, like, a different direction its own kind of character for this 2.0. My 0. name is Woody. I'm
3: here to to you <laughs> in- about the problems with your health.
0: Oh, that's Please Shannon. Please
3: have a seat in the chair. Is that why? Because it sounded basically the same to me. No, it was not. We think you are trying to eat my hot
0: dogs that's- with mayo. we got to be careful with that. But then again, Bruce Nightingale goes all out Italian, but... His Italian accent always includes stereotypes in his content. <laughs> so, that was my Carney accent. And I don't think I have to be careful. Okay. That was Carney, Just general Carney. There's this general, general,
3: general maniacal clown carney accent about hot dogs
0: and Hill. But the voice itself, I don't have a problem with a lot of people were like, eh, I don't know. Do you know who that voice is? No, I think I have it pegged. <laughs> I don't think it's publicly been announced, but I know he's a friend. So I know his voice enough. I think it's Mark Silk. Really? I do. <laughs> I really do. Listen to it It again. should be more mystical then. Now, if you listen to it, I'm like, I think that's Silk's voice. I may be wrong, so my apologies, but I think that's Mark Silk. I don't know. They should have had me do the Rudy voice. And he's European, so mayo and hot dogs probably makes sense well, to Well,
3: Britain's like separate from continental Europe. It's like a totally Brexited place.
0: Yeah, I, I missed that class in high school. I don't I don't. It's just over there and here. This is how I see the world, so. Mm. Yeah, it's very Murica of you. Uh, that's right, Bush Light, baby. And catch up on my hot dogs. You know what else is American? Texas? Yeah. People hate when I Y'all do that. Y'all get yourself a hot dog now, you
3: hear? That's right. No, that was a southern Carney of indiscriminate southern origin.
0: Hey there, Pilgrim. You want a hot dog with mayo and <laughs> <in> hell? <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. So we've got Multimorphic down there in Texas. They added a couple critters to their team. Mm-hmm. Said critters include Bowen Gunslinger Cairns and Colin...
3: McCaliber Calpine.
0: Yes. Colin McCaliber Calpine to the coding team over at Multimorphic. Why? Hell, I don't know. I guess for the new game. I don't Because like a trusty Winchester, you gots to have your rules with
3: you at all times.
0: You know, I'm surprised I didn't get any negative uh, comments about Old Yeller on a couple episodes ago.
3: <laughs> no, no one's seen that. They don't they didn't hear about that? That's a good one. Probably. I mean, I'm sure they've heard some vague reference. The dog had rabies. It had to be shot. There's a lot of you foley. can't save things from rabies. Oof, Actually, we have saved a couple there. of people with rabies. It was really hard, though. You have to put them into induced comas, and it doesn't always work. Is this true? Yeah. I didn't know about but that. But they have saved a couple at this point. Yeah. Um, Because people on Pinball Podcast totally care. If I remember right, the idea is if you can put someone into a coma, you can slow the disease, which progresses, I guess, through the nervous system to the brain in time for the body, in theory, to adapt and actually be able to kill it. Uh, normally, the disease just progresses too fast for your body to be able to fight it off. Is that but,
0: like horse dewormer for COVID? Like, is that what we're doing? Y- no, uh,
3: and it's not. It's not like a. Record. This is like mm-hmm. a. Okay. Oh, you got bit by a bat and you didn't tell anyone, and it's too late. And we have no other. We have no other solutions. But it has worked a couple of times. But, <laughs> but um,
0: it's worked so. a couple of times. So there have been some
3: people who have actually contracted rabies and survived. But I think it's less than ten.
0: Oh, so.
3: so don't rely on this. Get you get your vaccine and you get bat bit
0: bat bit. Copy.
3: Be ready. If someone, if I bite oh, you, no. even though I'm not a bat, I could be rabid. I'm still pretty angry about Deep Root. Where's the code? Why is point A5 code so <laughs> thoroughly developed when it comes from Stern, but when I have .85 code, it doesn't even have an engineer with it. Just the ramps work. I don't even get ramps. Where's my engineer? That's why I'm at American did you know yeah. that I'm at American pinball right. now? Joel and Travis and Neil's dad. <laughs> did you know?
0: Oh man. I wonder what Nordman thinks about the new heartthrob that's sweeping the country and sweeping the world, Spider-Man. Batman's kind of taking a back seat here to uh Yeah, well, Marvel's Spidey. more popular than DC nowadays. Yeah, I don't think that was true back
3: in the golden era with the comic sales, and in fact, Marvel almost went bankrupt. But oh, back, well, back, that's why Sony has the license to Spider-Man and such. And Spawn is—they sold those. Oh, I see. Sold those, uh, those rights out. Oh. Um, but now Marvel has its own studio, uh, even before under the thrall of Disney and. Anyway, so now things are good for Marvel is my point. But but back in the day, the joke was always – and there used to be a joke uh, separate from the comics of uh, Marvel can, Marvel does good movies and terrible TV and DC is great on TV and has terrible movies. So.
0: Multimorpher, what do you think about them adding Bowen and Karens and Colin McAlpine?
3: Uh, I'm, overall, I think it's a good move if their plan in particular is to try and get the P3 into tournaments because I'm not aware of it being in many tournaments. I only ever heard of one. It had Lexi in it. And uh, there wasn't much feedback other than that it wasn't well received for the tournament. And, but yeah. I don't know if they had a mechanical issue or if it was the rules. Like I, I was so not I wasn't at the tournament, so my interest level was non-existent in terms of what happened. But I just remember it came up.
0: Honest question here: Would you like a multimorphic P3 in your local tournament?
3: You know i I don't know. I don't know if they can be exploited or not. Like my initial thought would be if it had heist, that sounds like it could be fun i just like to have a heist on location to play though mm. so that's part of the issue i but i don't know if it's a good tourney game or not but i would think bowen and colin could make it a good tourney game but i also don't think they're going back and and quote-unquote fixing prior games yeah, but Bowen, worked, this is for the new stuff they're working
0: on probably Bowen worked on rick and morty and that's not like heralded as a tournament game i love that but code. how much of that is this code and how much of that is that layout maybe but the code was great so i'm I'm looking forward to this i heard pretty positive things about his code for alice cooper yeah and that was good too took a while to get there but it was good too sure
3: but i i never heard a lot about spooky games and tournaments zach other than tna so that's true which isn't
0: really a spooky game it's spooky built but yeah so we got uh Bowen karen's over there uh scott denisi we know that was over there on the new game upcoming game as well so for music
3: yeah. for music so
0: uh, they're building something over there i don't
3: I don't know. They teased that game so long ago. And do you think they teased it too early? Because I do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I, I just still don't see those units. I don't think they're moving. So I don't. It seemed like they picked. Uh, my, my impression was they picked up some. So I thought it was
3: good that Jerry was at Expo. I think that yeah. helped. I but think if you that sell they,
0: an extra 20 units. That, yeah, but it, at,
3: he's indicated that the sales volume is good for what they want. Okay. That the company, well, but again, these are contract. It's not like Bowen and Cullen are moving there yeah
0: might
3: get that i guess Scotland's probably pretty close though that that's dangerous for me to say given how big texas is
0: and another news this week spooky pinball not much news Ooh, coming out
3: we got rid of all of our popular programmers and rules people
0: i did i did uh i did hear <laughs> some of your <laughs> snarky bullshit this last week what? on what? My upset. Yeah, I thought I had a nice little segment last week things I what? like, things I don't on Spooky Pinballs Halloween. And I had to hear you degrade it and degrade me for liking it. Mm. Uh, I did not degrade you. Uh, you were coming in hot with what I'm calling us group of Halloweeners. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I just liked that you had name. all these top things and they were all
0: like just aesthetic things. No, they were not. It's fun. Yeah. The feel. I like the feel of it. That's not aesthetic, the feel you like the feel of those not frosted lights? Yeah, that's a look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I may complete uh, yes. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I did. I won't say the name, but I did have somebody from Spooky reach out and say, "Oh, you don't like my lights, huh?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
0: see, that's the thing. that's the thing. You can't you can't be critical
3: of some of these, especially smaller companies, because they you get these. You don't usually hear from the person who did them, but yeah, but you get you know the fanboys.
0: Well, you know, uh, you said nobody has power to, uh, to bring in an influence and in industry and award shows and just mm-hmm. hashtag remember. Okay. Oh, hashtag try. Uh, you came in hot against us Halloweeners <laughs> and not that hot and we want, we want resolution. We will not stand for this. No, and I don't
3: want to be like Neil's dad, uh, harassed. You by said
0: the that anybody who likes Halloween is not a pinball player.
3: I think what I said was from everyone I had heard from so far who was a pinball player doesn't like
0: mm. Halloween,
3: but more in the way that you just said it. you're churching it up.
0: You were you were putting your nose <laughs> no, but, up.
3: No, I've been trained by the pin monk. Don't you doubt my piety? <laughs> dun, dun, no, no. <laughs> no, the game, the game. A lot of people say the game is a dog. I haven't played it yet, though, so I have not yet. You know who's been, my been my saying it's opinion? a dog
0: too? People who hadn't played it. Uh, I'm not saying that
3: right now. I'm saying what I am hearing people say. That's the difference. Maybe it is dull. I will not pretend like those people are not out there and they are not high level players saying that, you know, the Carl D'Angelo's of the world that might not say something but sell it after playing 30 games on it.
0: One person is, come on, I know he's a Pinfluencer, but eh, what does Carl know? Uh,
3: <laughs> I think if you realize there are certain players that you align with in terms of what they like to play, you can, you know, it's like reviews. You find a reviewer. Like people a complain about games. reviews, but you find a reviewer that you agree with. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone you can trust because, you know, you kind of think the same way.
0: This is very true.
3: Is I very was true. very concerned from the photo images of the play field. Once we saw the not the underside, I, I'm not good enough at interpreting <laughs> underside playfield. I was concerned as well. but But based off of that, like to me. I haven't played it yet. does not look like it would be my sort of game. No way that code could change that.
0: Bullshit. Code can change no, everything. Not for
3: me. No. Now that's a bunch of crap. No, it's uh, not. You
0: cannot fix
3: any bat. The idea that you can fix a terrible layout with code is a myth. The
0: di- the dichotomy and the strength of my argument is the same as yours is saying code can't fix anything. And I'm saying code can fix everything. No.
3: I did not say code cannot fix anything. I said, there are only, code can only do so much. If you have a good layout, well, you can design. A, can
0: only do so much.
3: Look, look. Well, that that is true. And that's something we saw a lot historically. So, I mean, let me give you let me give you a case in
0: point. Okay,
3: let me let me give you some examples since you, you apparently you need your handheld. I so don't need the spoon. Do, allow me dealt. to do this. Allow me <laughs> to walk you through real logic, Zach. Okay. So, for example, I had a game uh, from Gottlieb Premiere, called Silver Slugger. It is, in my opinion. The greatest single level layout ever designed. Wow. high praise. I loved that layout. However, at the time when I owned 10 pinball machines, it was my worst rule set of all of them. Mm. That game could be great with a reprogram. Truly great. A real classic. But you would have to redesign the rules. But the layout is there. But I didn't keep the game. Because given how you score points, given how you even did modes and stuff, it just the rules weren't there to keep me interested, and that I think is true on a lot of EM games in particular. Especially if you look at like Gottlieb EM games, mm-hmm. where it was more about here's all this stuff you do to earn special, but there's nothing that like scores points except shooting one shot. Mm-hmm. That's where you see ideas where the rules, the rules are the problem with why the game isn't great, and that's but the layout itself is okay. Tell me now, you could have a good rule set, a great rule set, but if you throw it on a total clunker of a game, those shots can't be made to feel good just because the code lets tells you you have to shoot the entire play field. Really? See, this, the layout still sucks. Really? There, you, Have you never seen a pinball machine that had a
0: truly sucky layout? Tell me about the genius that is Total Nuclear Annihilation again. The design. Just scream to me how wonderful design that is.
3: In what when have I ever screamed to you about the design of TNA? You own it because you love it. I own it because I like it. Okay. The rules, you know, in my view, TNA is it's a blend. So I like the layout, but I don't love it. Clearly, I don't love it as much as Silver Slugger as a single level layout. Mm-hmm. I think it's a I think it's a reasonable shooter, but there are improvements. Like if if I were a designer, I would have done some things differently on it.
0: Mm. I think if we take that layout and we say, all right, everybody, is this genius? People are going to say, it's a bunch of stand-up targets with a scoop that's designed in a way that's hard to hit in one orbit. And code save that. That's two orbits.
3: And in fact, the biggest thing I have. You with- say pair of pants
0: is- or pair of pant. It's got two legs uh. An orbits an orbit, right? Entrance at- and exit. I guess it's two orbits. Oh, I see what you're saying. I guess it's two orbits. Yeah, you're right. I'll give you. The well, because
3: it's about the direction of the moon. Yeah. But anyway, the um, actually, for me, the bigger issue is my biggest issue with TNA is the code. Really, my most likely reason for for getting rid of that game will be the the rule set. That's yeah.
0: surprising. No,
3: no, the the layout. I, I actually think, yeah, no. As you pointed out, there's some there's a little bit of clunk to her. There's a little bit of clunk to that what layout. What about Lord of the Rings? But, what about the design there? Well, I mean, it's a pretty traditional fan layout. So yeah. I, mean, I think most people really like fan layouts. That's why we see so many of them layout wise. So it's a question of what you do with the rules to make them stand out from each other. How many fan layouts are better than the design? I mean, you know, WWE, the WWE, the WWE could never be saved by code. Oh, Rob Zombie could never be saved argument.
0: by code. Rob Zombie. The Give layout is just too It's too clunky.
3: It's just too clunky. And by I don't mean flow versus stop and go. I mean, truly clunky mm. in my view. Just cannot be saved. Mm. That's what I mean. Okay. Now, most of the time, games are somewhere on a spectrum, right? Zach,
0: I sure. think you would agree with that. I so, think so, yeah,
3: there are games that would be like Walking Dead would be a good example. There are plenty of people that don't see, that think that's a great me, layout because
0: I think it's a great layout.
3: But I and I do too. I think it's a really clever layout and it's different. Mm-hmm. But it's not a flow layout, and that's what bu- bugs some people because some people are flow players. I get sure, that. Sure. But you see, there there are some people that might not love that layout, but don't think it's terrible. But it was the rules that said, Oh, now you have to use these dangerous drop targets on the left and stuff mm-hmm. that made it become the gym that it is. That's a good point. Okay. All but right. but it just doesn't but sometimes it's someone will give you a layout and it's just it's just not good enough. It cannot be you could improve it, but you'll never make it great.
0: People really like Simpsons Pinball Party too. See, I don't. People like Wizard of Oz. And if anybody tells me that's a great layout, I'll tell them. Yeah, I don't.
3: <laughs> I I it's like I guess because one of the, the rule of thumb that I have, if I were to dumb it down the way I would think about pinball, is the most important thing for code to do, and it's really looking back historically because this is where they suffered, I think, the most is, you want rules that incentivize you to shoot everything on the play field. Yes. That's the most important thing a rule set can do for you. But as you know, a rule set cannot make the shots feel good. Sure, by themselves. Sure, sure, sure. You have to have something about the geometry has to work. Mm-hmm. Not every game that got produced had working geometry, workable geometry, or there are just certain frustrations that like one of the examples. So let's, we were talking about Halloween. So let me give you a Halloween one. And again, I haven't played it. So I'm not saying whether this bugs me or not. But one of the big complaints I've seen is because of all of the subways, I've seen some fans of the game who say, I really like how this plays, but I don't like the delay in shooting and then getting my ball back. Wouldn't it be great if the ball could be staged, mm-hmm. so there was always a ball ready to come back. Well, it can't. That's not how it was designed, so that's not. That's that's a flaw. I and guess, I don't think them.
0: that that would work because I have a hard enough time still seeing the blinking and expecting the ball down there as an advanced player, so, yeah. Hmm. Advanced player, huh? What? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aww. I mean. Oh, you're so Advanced you're so player. Good. You're I, probably better than I, me. Sorry, expert player, is that better?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're,
0: yeah, an expert. I think I'm an expert player. You probably are. Yeah. You play a lot. Yeah. Play more than me.
3: Yeah, well, I'm not an expert though, so I don't know player. what that threshold is. Certified
0: means. reviewer, I think. I'm
3: just so. here to. i just here to talk crap about here, games. Here's
0: where I'm at on the Halloweeners. Uh, Halloweeners yeah, tell, over tell, here. Tell
3: us about the Wieners. Here, here we go. No, the Halloweeners, the ones that are the fans, or the ones that are the anti-fans.
0: No, these are the fans. These are us Halloweeners. Okay, that's what I thought. We we love okay. we love the Halloweeners. Hmm. Uh, don't listen to Dennis. He's wrong. It, it, it's. <laughs> He's trying to lump all of this on a layout. And the fact is, and remains the same, that I can take a layout that's maybe not my favorite, certainly not the worst layout I've played, and it fall with some of the most classic and sought-after pins of all time. So for me, it does fall to code, and I think code will make this a great game, as it's showing, uh, showing some great immersion already. Showing some great light shows already. Sound package is is perfect. I love that too. There's a lot going for it. Ultimately, it's still too early for me to say whether or not I deem this as an expert reviewer, as a fantastic game, a classic game, a mediocre game, or just a dog of a game. But I'm here to tell you the layout itself cannot condemn this game because it is a fun shooter. There's some frustrating shots. You have to be beat it around a little bit, but I would expect if you want the theme to be appropriate and not have "Hey, family, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's impossible to shoot. This is Halloween. You're killing people. I expect it to be more of a difficult, nasty little shooter. And it, it lives up to that. well,
3: how does that translate to, to Ultraman then? Much more family friendly theme.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't even know. What, what do you
3: Ultraman- call the fans of those? Ultra Mandalorians?
0: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I have no clue because Ultraman is a theme that people claim to like that don't know. So yeah, I, I don't get the ultra. That's a hard take.
3: Well, look, I I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm taking a very hard take here though. I, I will agree that there you said are true pinball
0: players know better yeah. than to like Halloween. I did not say that. You said, I'll bring it up. You nope. said something like that. Nope. We don't care
3: what I said. Mm-hmm. What we do care about is I do agree with you that the code can make a difference. And I know one of the big complaints has been the uh, Travis has touched on this multiple times after multiple updates, the shoot up the center all day sort of thing, kind of the complaint that Mandalorian gets actually yeah, Shoot up the middle, shoot up the middle, shoot up the middle. Yeah. And that's why what, are we just shooting up the middle.
0: That's what I, I did say. Hey, let's not, ex- let's not focus too much on that part of the code. But let's numbers don't lie. Zach. The
3: numbers don't lie. And I, the market, what's going on with that
0: game. <laughs> I am not in the minority here. Yeah, that's a good segue. We'll we'll let you have that one, but keep in mind, Halloweeners out there, part of the fan club. I still want to try it. Part of us, Halloweeners out there, we remember so it wasn't at Expo. We remember so the sad. days that people shit on Stranger Things. We remember the days that they condemned us for loving The Hobbit. All we the complaints remember, about Stranger
3: Things were primarily that broken Demi Gorgon toy,
0: we, and they had to code around the break. They said we're dumb loving Popeye. They said. How dare no one we likes Popeye like Rick but and you. Morty? But Popeye guess what? Popeye doesn't even like Popeye. We are now sitting on the throne of righteousness. Keith Elwin doesn't like Popeye. So what's that mean? Well, he is our, our Lord and Savior. He is. So <laughs> the guy can make <laughs> a design. You have true. to obey him. That is true. But just, just remember, people. Just remember. And Spooky, I, I'm putting myself out there. Don't fuck this up. It doesn't
3: matter. They sold them all. It doesn't matter. It does matter
0: because they it, won. It's, they all no, won. No, because it's more. It's, it's more no, than it's just not. the dollar. No, you proved
3: what you're all about. It's about you buy things without 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 it's about legacy. It's
0: no, it's about justice. Dennis thinks there's a trend here with Halloween. We're gonna have to <gasps> wait and see. No,
3: let's as a Christmas present. Let's not do pimple market trends.
0: <gasps> Your Christmas present's coming but until then <laughs> oh. Krampus has got you some pinball market trends segment's silly what's Krampus sound like they were calling you Krampus in the discord channel that was channel. mean
3: too y'all are mean Charlie Brown and me in this
0: hobby I went with the Grinch how the Creasel stole Christmas I think it's smarter that's mean too I think it's smarter. oh, oh no because the Grinch at the end of the day is like the beloved one you're lucky I'm not a pinball artist and getting well worked up about this I'm stuff. like Cindy Lou Who trying to bring you to the enlightened side rebel scum synergistic 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 i was waiting for him to save a giant at some point all right take us on this tour training up this week is not halloween damn it okay training up this week is holiday pricing Holiday pricing, what I bells. mean by that, listener, is that right now you're going to see some games pop up in inventory from some of these dealers and secondary sellers and these home hobbyists that you want, and they're available, but the price is going to go up, especially if you think you're going to jump in that woody station wagon of yours there, Griswold, and drive clear across Wally World just to pick up one of these Godzilla Pros so that your children, who you think will care will not give a shit about, but it'll make you feel like, hey, I re-gifted something that looks pretty for them, but it's actually something I want. It's called rationalization. psych 101. Mm. But if you're going to pay for it, you're going to pay $7,000 for it. Eh, Wow. Yeah. It just is what it is. Maybe even higher. Have you seen Jurassic Park premiums right now? 11K. (laughs) Wow. 11K. (laughs) That's a lot for that Jeep. That didn't even look like a Jeep. So, trending up is pricing right now because we are in the Christmas week, you're going to see people try to get these games, and they'll pay whatever they need to for that Turbo Man. They fought for our freedom. Turbo Man, I'm not a pervert. (laughs) So, wait until the holiday season is over. Probably the first year, you'll see those prices come back down just a hair. Still going to be neutral or or high up. We're not going to drop too much below that uh, pre-December threshold of pricing, but you're going to see it high right now and low again January 1st. So, hold out. Unless you your kid really has to have that, then bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye! Also trending up this week, I've seen, numbers don't lie, only report the facts here on Pitball Market Trends, ACDC Premium LE for some reason. Hmm. I think people oh, are like, Oh, that's a fun game. Oh, yeah, if we're going to throw up uh, Ghostbusters at ten to $20,000, if we're going to put up the, you know, well, why not ACDC? So you're you're seeing that go up as well. Right now you see a couple premiums listed for $12,000. Oh, those aren't Lucy's, people. Those are just premiums. And I've seen them sell for ten, eleven thousand dollars for a regular premium. Lucy's going to be a little bit higher up, anywhere from probably eleven to fourteen thousand. Right now, <laughs> this is crazy, but uh, that's kind of where it's at. And your last training up of this holiday season is high, he- high, he- heist, heist. No, I mean, hold up, let me go back here. No, what's trending up this week is multimorphic fanboys and fangirls who are going on to Pinside and boosting up their beloved multimorphic heist game in efforts to be recognized as a real pinball machine. Oh, I saw this. I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> We're pinball too. Hmm. Hashtag not yet. Ouch. No. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. It's. Uh, even the heist owner, even Multi Multimorphic. It wasn't a good look. Have, it wasn't a good yeah. look. Maybe
3: people thought it was funny, but it kind of looks like, I mean, people complain Come about on. it all the time. When it yeah. just almost looked like it was <laughs> it was organized, yes. as you're pointing out. It probably was. So
0: but, you make it worse on your I thought it was amusing, machine.
3: but, but now people are going to be like, oh, yeah, the game that, that got falsely boosted yeah. because of a coordinated exactly. campaign.
0: Why do that? You could have naturally got up there, I don't know, and worked hard like, hmm, Stranger Things. That is Why an, do you keep bringing up Stranger Things? Because organically, that's what happens when something is truthful. It'll get up there. Walking Dead got up there.
3: No, Walking Dead never really did because it had all those early reviews where the code was bad. Mm. It's
0: still pretty low. Willy Wonka. I mean, it's, be-
3: it's below where it should crept be. Crept up there.
0: Elvira got up there. Naturally, organically. Heist people back off don't lie to yourself even jerry would say it's not the number two game of all time piss off I'd be lucky if that thing breaks the top 50 because that is truth
3: hey i don't have enough time yet to know if i think it's a top 50 game or not it's my favorite p3 game i've played so far
0: yeah i'm being dramatic i'm, I'm in the same position i know,
3: I know you gotta because you always, always support with facts and
0: drama maybe i need a theme that i actually enjoy <laughs> you don't like heisting if I want heisting, there's 100 movies that are actually awesome. I don't need yeah, Mr. Big Pants in a generic city. No, don't need it. Don't need it. I just want a pinball machine. That's all. Trending down this week. Dennis said it, and he's right. It's Halloween. Ultraman pre-orders. Still flooding the marketplace. Like Xbox 360s. Do people still buy those? <laughs> probably not, so
3: you're probably right. They're trending down.
0: I love the old people and the uh, detached... People that don't know what's in the now, and they always get the old version of something for their kids or grandkids. Are like, "Hey, I got that new hot Xbox for you!" They're like, "Mom's Xbox One, yeah, number one."
3: Yeah, you know that happened for you. I mean, it was like when you'd ask for Voltron for Christmas, and instead of getting the real Voltron with the five pieces, you got the car Voltron with oh. like thirty parts. Or even worse, you got Omnicron. Oh. Or you asked for Transformers <laughs> and they got you GoBots. I mean, it happens. That
0: kind of thing, right? I wanted Pokemon, not Digimon. Yeah, Digimon, not Digimon. I prefer Digimon. Honestly, I liked that show when I was a kid. You know anything about Digimon? Digital nope. monsters, Digimon. Oh, yeah. Also trending down this week is finding a game that you want for sale on Pinside, then that seller not even returning your messages or even updating their post. Thanks a lot, seller of Guardians. Premium outside of Chattahoochee, Chattanooga. It was somewhere around there. Damn it! <laughs> Definitely are following it. up now. What the hell? I'm looking for a Guardians, Dennis. You know where Why? A Guardians? I want a Guardians again. A premium. No, 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 no,
3: just leave it.
0: Let it be. I'm rude. I, I can't even believe that's still getting officially built. Oh, Castleman's sick him. <laughs> They're lovers. No, leave me alone. Oh, man, what's coming up? What's going down here in the market trends? I don't know. You want to save a buck or two, Dennis, size 10? No. Let's go to our Deals of the Week. Bye bye bye. Deal of the Week this week is a Dialed In on Pinside right now. Original-themed game by Jersey Jack. I like Dialed In. Who doesn't? Apparently not the person
3: selling it. They're getting rid of it.
0: Yeah, price-wise, right now, you can go to Pinside outside of Palmyra. Palmyra. Pennsylvania. The Beef Supreme. What an awesome username. The Beef Supreme. Isn't that a taco from Taco Bell? I wouldn't fuck with the Beef Supreme. I can tell. They don't put mayo on their hot dog. You probably put ketchup on your tacos. Hell no. Put hot sauce, baby. No lettuce, though. No, 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 no. No lettuce on my tacos. I don't like lettuce or tomatoes in general. So no. Meat and cheese only. I'm like a 12-year-old.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the ketchup hot dog thing, I already kind of proved that.
0: Uh, Joe Linglebird, uh, that's fair. Dialed in, number 99, L.E. The thing's clean, you guys. Got a crap load of mods, including toppers and etc. cetera. Even Invisiglass, which is standard. I love et cetera. Yeah. Come on, 8500 bucks. That's a whole lot of game for 8500 bucks. This is a Dennis Creasel special right here. Five five five. A game that has no personality, but is greatness <laughs> for a discounted price. The Dennis Creasel special. Yes, because I'm an L.E. No, if you've got an L.E., this would be the type of le you would buy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So mean, so uh, true. It's mean regardless of its truth. Oh, another deal of the week this week is uh, oh, oh how convenient! It's here at Flipping Out Pinball. Bye bye bye. There's a Jurassic Park the pin. You know the brand new one. You can have it. Oh, you're listening on Monday. Or Tuesday, time's running out. All you've got to do is hop in your car and drive down to flipping Out Pinball for a cash pickup deal. Five, five, five! Of forty five hundred dollars, Dennis. Wow. Other dealers are jacking up these prices for the holiday season. No, no, no. Not here flipping out. That's under MSRP, baby. You can't get one till next November. Get one now. What's the Jurassic part? What'd you try to do on a collected game? Or did you try to make a sound of a raptor. Oh. Oh. That's what it is. <laughs> You're like it is supposed to be right. Yeah. Why do you listen to that show? <sighs> to roll my why'd eyes you, and to take <laughs> why'd deep you just breaths. You stop listening to that yeah. show. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes I listen to it and I say deals of the <laughs> Deal the WTF this week. You can go on Pinside right now and find it. It's a Deadpool stern armor set. Oh, that what's wrong with that? It's a nice set of armor for your Deadpool. I I look. I agree. I think it's great. You got B. Arthurs uh, all up in there. You guys know what I'm talking about. Armor's terrific, but the price is a WTF, DVDA, outside of Oregon City, Oregon. I know things are more expensive in the Northwest there, but come on, bro. $700. Sell, sell, sell. For this armor kit. Hey, Dennis, hmm. I've got about 10 sets in stock still. <laughs> They're like really? Wow. 280 <laughs> So hmm. So why? Why? This is a premature listing right here, ladies and gentlemen. $700 is what they will go for easily, easily in the future if they stop making these, uh, probably up towards 1000 because they they're awesome armor pieces. But they're, they're new in box right now. Same for like Deadpool topper. People don't overpay. I heard Canada reporting they're going to make Deadpool toppers again. You're going to get more of them. They're going to be $200 more. So uh, no, I've got them in stock. Just buy them for the regular price. We've been saying that for months. That's not news. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. Stranger Things toppers, one of the coolest toppers in the last decade or ever, in stock, ready to go. So don't buy it. This is a deal of WTF. I don't know what this is. Also WTF this week. Did you see Dennis, the twenty-four karat gold hand gilded topper for Indiana Jones?
3: I did. On straight down the middle. A pinball show that continues to promise rubber band interviews and never delivers. Well,
0: one of the limited edition elite models finally hit the secondary market. First one that I've seen, and it's for sale. Only 25 made with a little little smoke puffer. (laughs) They want $5,000 for this thing. Holy hell. Sell, sell, sell. Where are you, Christmas? I wouldn't put this under a tree for $5,000. The pinball Todd outside of New Jersey, Washington Township. $5,000, $5,000, you're not going to get it. The box was open to ensure that it was not damaged in shipping. Sure. I would check that fog reservoir. <laughs> Run that pinky through it and sniff on it. <laughs> was there any fog juice in here? Nope. $5,000 is ridiculous. What are these things? 2200 when they were released? Well, maybe the price of gold is up now. Oh, metal market trends, huh? And a new sub no, segment. We're going to put into the pinball market trends. It's oh now called God. Pinball Bounty. All right. So we have a uh, new sub segment of the pinball market trends. You guys are going to love this. It's called Pinball Bounty. You got to say it like that, though, Dennis. Can you say it like that?
3: No. Write in the pinball network at gmail.com
0: and ask for pinball bounty be dropped as a segment. Listen to your partner. I think you like my John Wayne a little better, huh? It was
3: clever, but we, all right. So what is this? Our pinball bounty this is where I... Segment. It's like a third of the show now.
0: Well, I, I need you all's help here. I'm issuing formally here on the pinball show a pinball bounty for all of you out there. The reward is great. I have a bounty out for a machine. This particular machine is called Whitewater. I'm issuing a pinball bounty on this machine because it's got to be a special one. And you're included. If you can find me a whitewater. We're going to see how much we can pay for a whitewater, ladies and gentlemen. The nicer the better. I need a minty one. Does it have chrome? I'll take it. If not, I can add it. But I want a really nice whitewater. Willing to pay? The bounty is 10000 15000 Dennis, can we go $20,000 on the pinball bounty that is whitewater? water? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not no. opposed to it. I'll spend twenty thousand oh dollars on a whitewater if, if it makes sense to. At twenty thousand, it better be the nicest one ever made in existence. But I'll pay fifteen. I'll pay ten. It's got to be nice. And for you listener, if you find this bounty for me, and I secure it, you yourself are awarded the bounty of one thousand dollars. That's how you put a bounty on people, right there. $1,000 wanted, not dead. We need this sucker alive, very alive. And numbers don't lie. I'm going to need a nice-ass one if we're going to spend $15,000 to $20,000. But you heard it here. I'm willing to spend $20,000 on a Whitewater if it's warranted. Dennis, what do you think about the pinball bounty that I'm issuing to our listeners?
3: I think you've lost the plot
0: look they get to earn money listening to the yeah no I get
3: it and lately you've been doing a lot of this where you're like hey if someone does this I'll throw money at you like they're a dancing whatever monkey bear
0: whatever what animal do you
3: like dancing a dog I've seen many. I've seen all those dance.
0: What dance is it dances. about? Why, why do you hate dogs and dog owners? That's what this is. Or or it's a finder's fee, but that's what this
3: is. It's, it's a bounty. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do my work. I'll throw money at people to entertain, either amuse
0: me or do my work for me. This is for me. This is personally for me, my collection.
3: I know. And I also, uh, lots of plot. A pinball company Be willing thing out. to possibly go to $20,000 <laughs> for a common game like Whitewater. Why? Holy cow. It'd be cheaper for you just to buy any old whitewater and then have it fixed up. Oh,
0: There's where you're wrong. No, I am not. And that's why the pinball bounty is in, is no, in place. No, I am not. Because time is money, Dennis. And I ain't got the time to be This filmed. is the
3: sort of thing. The lo- This is the style of Lost the Plot when people start going, you know what? I think I'd like a Centigrade 37 sort oh, of style. Oh, I see what you're going to like, do there. It's like, no, uh-huh. you wouldn't because it's not a fun game. <gasps> oh,
0: Listener, I about bought a Centigrade 37 for $10,000. But
3: hey, throwback to EGP. If you're not a real player, maybe you would love it.
0: Oh, yeah. It
3: is just about the art.
0: Don't shame my Chrome. That's all I'm asking. Don't shame my Chrome. Because, listener, that's your pinball bounty. And unlike many others that are going to take money from you, I'm here to give. Because I'm a giver. And as always, I'm just here to report the facts because numbers don't lie here on Pinball Market Trends.
3: Email and say the end of the part of the segment when Market Trends too long. Hashtag is
0: him. Let's close this show out, Dennis. I uh, hope you have a holly jolly Christmas. It's already been great. It's the best time of the year. Instead of yes. singing now, I'm just gonna just gonna, just gonna just gonna read lyrics. No. Where can people catch you? <laughs> they can always uh, go to the
3: eclectic gamers podcast and you can email me eclectic at gmail.com.
0: You can go to Facebook.com slash eclectic gamers podcast. Oh yeah. Somebody gave me a Wonka there. topper. So awesome. God, love it. Slot machine topper. So cool. And you can reach me at straight down the middle. Be on the lookout. This week, you can go click probably right now for the Godzilla review that Greg and I do. Ooh, it's a good one. And we got some uh, top 10 list that's just, it's it's awesome. And we'll give that to you this holiday week uh, as well. You can reach me there, at sttmpinball at gmail.com. Or if you're ready to buy a brand new used pinball machine or an awesome off-the-top mod, you can buy it at Flipping Out Pinball. Product showcase this week at Flipping Out Pinball is the next Stern interested list. That's weird. Okay, what I mean by that is it's coming. It's coming quick. No hints, but if you would like maybe one of the earlier premium. Look, people, I don't want you calling me now and saying, Hey Zach, uh, looking for a Godzilla premium. I'm wondering if you give get me on that first, second round. It don't work like that, people. Even the smallest dealers out there are like, I have, I have nothing until end of 2022. Don't be that person. If you think you might want one, let's get on the list now. Remember, all the first pros generally go to operators. But that second run, come on, people. You're you're going to regret it. Because how much does it cost, Dennis, to get on that interested list? Zero. Zero dollars. not going to hurt you. You can also pre-order your Cactus Canyon SE or SE Plus through us. They're going to take forever for those things. I don't know what's going on. Elvira 40th anniversary. Still got a spot or two left for that. Star Wars. I don't know if I have any more of Star Wars. The pins. Yeah, I don't know. We just sold some Mando Pros. I don't know if I have any more of those. Godzilla pre-orders. Come get them. Elite Pinball IJ. Deluxe toppers. Not the $5,000 version, but the I think $1,200 version. Stand-up arcades. Shooter rods. Banners. Art blades. Toppers. Before you overpay for a secondary pinball mod, at least contact me. I'll tell you if they're in stock, if they're going to be made, if they're not going to be made, what to do there. Escalator turnaround time, eight to 10 weeks. Man, y'all are buying some escalators lately. Woo! And merch helps support the show by buying your favorite Creasel t-shirt. Last week on TPM, we had a, a slew of stuff. Man, hot and heavy here in December. We had the final round pinball podcast where they welcomed back Ryan C as they all bickered over the pinball market. I thought it was cute. We had a free-play pinball podcast with special guest Zombie Yeti, where they bickered about art packages and me putting art on banners and, and vans and stuff and such. The Flipping Out Pinball Stream, where Dennis Creasel appeared with Craig Bobby and Joe Linglebirth. Go check out that video on demand right now on YouTube Flipping Out. A year in review with Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. Neil's Dad, Travis Murray, Joe Linglebirth. It's a good podcast. Don't panic, Flip. They've been rated recently with a lot of listeners, and go follow, like, and subscribe to everything the Pinball Network so that you can be ready for that dedicated streaming channel that's going to bring you entertainment each and every day of the week. TP in this week we have a nice little Hubmas holiday streams that are going on December twentieth through December twenty third, Monday through Thursday, over at Hub Challenge Twitch slash Hub Challenge. We also, for all of you New Year's lovers we got a four-strike knockout tournament up at District 82 Pinball. That's going to be streamed live at Fox Cities. Go check that one out. As well as some ongoing District 82 stuff. I think they're going to have like a Winter Classics tournament January 15th, etc. And I think we might get, I don't know if we'll get a final round this week. I don't know what we'll get. Be merry. Drink the eggnog. Do you drink the eggnog? It's just nasty. Yeah. I just bought some today. Of course you do. For Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach Manny. And remember, folks, you could go hybrid, you could go vault,
3: but if it's a bad layout, the game's always at fault.
0: <gasps> oh, Rhyme, huh? And always practice safe, pinball! And screw it, it's Christmas. Have yourself Bye-bye. a merry little Christmas. little Christmas. Make the Yuletide game.
1: Make the Yuletide game.
0: I wonder if it did, I don't think I'll have anybody on next one eh, 26 I don't see that happening I think I'll get anybody why not
3: why are you a quitter
0: I don't know if anybody would even come on and people seem to really love my solo episodes let me tell you. <laughs> fuck I guess you could just drop another correspondence only <sighs> even my grandma called and was like "Yeah, not so much there Zachary faithful friend who are dear to us gather near to us